Okay, okay. All righty. You can hear us. You can see us. Say something. Raise, raise your hand. <laughs> like and share if you can hear us. Yeah. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. Um, as you could see, we're missing another nut today. Uh, Edgar's, on, Edgar's on spring break. Well, according to Levy, Edgar's the car guy. How did Edgar become the car guy from the three of us? Did he? How is Edgar? Hold on. How is Ed, Edgar's more the gun guy I than he is the I, car guy? I think Levy just has a man crush on Ed. By the way, Levy says hi. Oh, says he misses you in Vegas, yeah. Vegas? Oh, I love it, man. <laughs> he, has, he has the biggest man crush on Ed. Sometimes I, I'm a little envious. Well, usually little, guns little. and cars go together if you think about it. If you're into guns, you're into cars, kind of. From what I know. Mm. From my experience, <coughs> at least. Yeah, for the most part, but I don't think Ed's considered a car guy. I wouldn't say so. Ed is more of a gun guy. <coughs> but what do we know? Le- I mean, if Levick says it, then Le- fuck, Levick it must knows be true. It must be true. <laughs> what, what is that saying from? There was a saying for it. It says, if this person says it, it must be true. I forgot what it was, but anyways. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. TGIM, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. I want to thank Mezavadi for taking time out of his Monday to join us. Which, hold on, his legal name. <laughs> in case you didn't know, Ninet, childhood friend, in case you didn't know yeah. his legal name. <laughs> is Mesrop uh, Avatian. Avatian. But then, Avatian. you know, we live in California, so we've got to make it sexy. <laughs> Anything goes, right? Uh, Mesavati, thanks, man, for taking time out of your Monday I to be with us. appreciate it, guys. Thanks for so, having me. So, I mean, we're going to be discussing a lot of things today. Uh, main topic, obviously, will be the car and car market, because everybody knows that's gone to shit, just like everything else. And obviously, we can... Thank our fantastic president president for that, Mr. Joe Biden. Oh, it's Putin's <laughs> fault. <don't we? laughs> He's hiding all the microchips. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever yeah. they're called. The, uh, no, the catalytic converters <laughs> or whatever, whatever it is. They still <laughs> from here, take it to Russia's. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you, so you, you forgot where you misplaced them, that's why. That's the problem with Joe Biden. <laughs> where am I? Can <laughs> we stand over here? Is that where you want me to stand? Just flip the teleprompter, President. We'll read it for you. <laughs> I think that would be the easiest thing to do. But uh, I mean, obviously, before we get into uh, topics of cars and the market and stuff, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the car market. Because you've been in it for quite some time. I've been in it. I got introduced back in 99. Um, I've been in it for a long time. I got my cousin introduced me to it as a broker. Uh, he, he was a partner with Pacific Auto Leasing. This is back in 99, 2000 time. But he had the Hollywood division. Me growing up, I was like a grease monkey, you know, racing on the streets. Got into trouble, you know. Uh, and he decided to get me out of that and to sell cars. So got into brokerage. And ever since then, that's all I've been doing. But I did get out about four years because I got back into the mortgage. Mm-hmm. I got into the mortgage side for a while. I got out, came back in 2011. And then ever since, just decided to just like... So in 07, you went into mortgage? In 05, I went to mortgage. Oh, 05. In 05, I went to mortgage until 09. Ah. Uh, kind of got out of the car industry. Yeah. I didn't really close the door yeah. on it, but I was doing it one, one foot in, one foot out kind of thing. Uh, and then got back in in 2011. Made a bunch of money and said, oh, shit, the market took a, took a dive and yeah. we get out of it. Well, you know, you know, when you're growing up, you kind of you realize you're a hustler and you realize that you're good at what you do and you can kind of like your networking is pretty big and you're making money and you realize, oh, I'm self-employed, I'm an entrepreneur yeah. and you want the bigger, better things. That's what it was. My friends convinced me to get into mortgage, so I did. So when I got into mortgage, I was doing really well, 
can't really do two things at, at that time. I was young. I didn't realize how to multitask. I didn't want to do two things, so I just went full in with the mortgage, kind of left the car behind. Yeah. There was more money in mortgage. Oh, that's what it was. was chasing the money, you had a you know? pulse. They'd give you yeah. 100% financing. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't forget the NEGAM programs. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. 6% commissions. Yeah. Well, the rates were also 6% too. Don't forget (laughs) that. The rates were 6, 7%. Nobody gave (laughs) it. Nobody. Interest only. I'll pay it back in 30 years. We used to do cold calls. And I remember there was a guy, he had a 13% rate on his first. No. (laughs) And on his second. This is a true story. Oh, it was his second. Like 27%. It was on a credit card. His second second was 16%. (laughs) I swear to God, this is a true story. One of my guys called. He's like, Mez, come talk to this guy because I was with their senior, you know? So I get on the phone. It's this guy in all the way in, like, Kentucky. He has, like, 10 properties. I had no idea. Finally got this guy to convince to talk to me to understand that I'm trying to benefit him. And literally, we were literally trying to help the guy because, like, totally felt sorry for the guy. Dude, after we got this guy to finally give it, we figured this guy's wealthy. He's got 10 other properties all well over a million dollars, like millionaires. Like, and he started giving all his loans to us. It's like, that's None of his properties were paid off? Nothing. All high rates. Everything was high rate. There was nothing under 8% here. And you know how many... Uh, he's right. Back then, I, I walked into... We used to walk into a ton of homes like San Bernardino area. Where no, old, m- older people, though. That's what I'm talking no, about. No, no, no. Even younger no, people. Even younger. San Bernardino, you would walk in there, the guy... The guy has a loan that has a balloon payment and like oh, yeah. coming up in two years, three years, he has absolutely no, no clue idea what that he has, has no idea what a balloon loan is. Yeah, uh, I mean, we would walk in there, we fired, sell them investments in life. It was fantastic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, because and here fantastic for you or fantastic both, for them? Both, because we would consolidate and save them a ton of money too. I mean, these absolutely. guys had stupid loans back then, even worse than the Nagam loans. Yeah, yeah, there, oh, there I had never seen such programs. And I think that's what. First, the bubble. You know, there was so many stupid loans. But again, you know, and then I found myself back into the car industry because I love cars. Yeah. Cars so you never some- worked at a dealership? Hell no. Or no? I've been offered a lot of positions. I've been offered I've been offered positions that people that sales guys fight for. And they've thrown money my way. For me, it's not the money. It's my freedom. Yeah. In reality, it's my freedom, especially being a... Being a, you know, being a dad, and I get to spend so much time with my kid right now. There is nothing that you can pay me to take me away from being yeah. present of my kid's life, and I don't think money is what I'm after because money you can make money if you love doing something that you do. But you you mentioned Palo Alto, right? And yeah. Palo Alto is actually a follower of ours. There, yeah, yeah. I see them tune in every now and then. Yeah, yeah. They'll comment and stuff. So originally you started with Pal, and uh, I did, but not not with not not with him directly because my cousin had a North Hollywood edition. And he was a partner. A location. A location of his own. It was, they were partners. I so I just worked for my cousin. Even though he was partners with Pal. Yeah. But it, it was short-lived. It was like a year and a half. And after that, uh, I decided to venture off. I went to work at Radical Auto, the small dealership in yeah. Burbank. That was small at the time. Now they're pretty big. And they're one of my partners as well. And I work with them all the time. And then uh, another friend of mine, he decided to open up a company. So we were partners. And it was called E-AutoBuy. Back in 2002, 2003, E-Auto we were on Colorado. I was with him, with David, and his partner, Arthur. It was three of us, including his brother, Ondo. And we did that for many years, and that's when I got introduced <coughs> to the mortgage industry. Uh, 
one of my clients recruited me and I found a new love in 2005, 2006 in the mortgage industry and kind of like went sidetracked. You know what I mean? It, it's crazy. When when I think of auto leasing, the first one I, I do remember is PAL. Because okay. they, they did such great marketing, mm-hmm. yeah. not only on like Armenian TV, but like door-to-door flyers and all that stuff where you would like PAL had become like a uh, like a default for for auto leasing. Well, there was nobody else. Well, there was the no, there was. There no, there was. There, there was, was small there was mom there and pop small. kind of little. It was small. Wasn't somebody? I remember even before Pal, there was one on Star. It was something Star. Right, I think we're Subaru, isn't it? Right now on brand. On brand. On brand. Yeah. I, I forgot the guy's name that I used to go to back then. This was early '90s, like before Pal oh, came. Before out. Yeah, before Pal. Pal, and then Pal opened up. Yeah. Uh, well, brokerages in California. Well, brokerage, if you guys, the car brokerage, yeah, was actually brought from introduced from New York, from my understanding, from a lot of people that I spoke to. I'm talking about even, you know, uh, as far as leasing and stuff, leasing, yeah. But the brokerage side came from New York, from the East Coast, because in New York, a lot of people were buying cars and houses. They had a broker. Nobody mm-hmm. would want to go into a dealership, especially living in that city. Yeah. So that's where it really came from, and from what I re- recall, I think brokerage like started. There was commercial brokerage. Let's not com- confuse commercial brokerage with regular car brokerage. Because leasing only got introduced in the automotive industry in the mid early nineties. Yeah, yeah, you know. And brokerages started in started getting big in two thousand. Yeah. So the first brokerages were in ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. They're saying Auto Star. Was it called Auto, Auto Star? Oh, yeah. Hi, there's yeah. Hi, Arno saying High Auto. No, High, high Auto, auto no, High Auto. High, high Auto, auto was later. High Auto came high out later, later, 2001, and I also know the guy, you know. Yeah. I know a lot. See, the thing is, I know a lot of the guys that started Dude, the business. Sam was with Palo Auto. Yes, yeah, Sam. And Sam, Sam was the first broker that I leased my car from. I was. He was the first. Uh, How old were you, 12? 13. 13. 13. And in, in fact. I thought uh, you had to be 14 to lease a car. Well, I had a fake idea. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, it, it, it's funny. It, it, it's been so... I remember my first car was leased with Sam from Palo Alto, and yeah. now pa- he's with Nexus now, and I leased my new car from him. Yeah. So it's like... When I rem- when I see Sam, I always think Palo Alto, Palo Alto, but, but obviously... Palo was started with, by Henry, was it? Yeah, Henry. Henry, right? Henry yeah. started, yeah. yeah and he, he, Henry started... It was, uh, it was on Glendale Avenue. His, uh, Glendale location. or Brand? No, Glendale. Then they moved to Brown. No, you guys see, yeah. if you go back, it was on Glen Avenue. Uh, it near was Colorado, I think. Yeah? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Uh, it's near. It's near Yeznik. <laughs> it's near Yeznik. It's actually right across. You know that little called uh, something fork that Armenian Golden Fork, right Golden near Fork, Yeznik, yeah. but it's right near El Pollo yeah. Loco. Yeah, ex- absolutely. Yeah. I so think his location is still there, though, isn't it? No, I think they moved to Brand. I don't know where he is now. Honestly, I don't. They were on. They were on Brand. They took over. Um, but then, then they. Moved from that location. That location became like a used Range Rover location. I don't know where Pal is at now. There has been so much change. Yeah. In the, it, I mean, they, in the auto industry. Look, <coughs> the thing is, there's it's there's too many brokers. There's a lot of auto brokers. There is a lot of them. Are you talking about auto brokers? There's a lot of everything. Real, there is, but you know what it is? There's a lot of them in the city, in the city of Glendale. Everybody gets into the business, which is wonderful. There's enough people to go around. You know what I mean? And the problem is, just like any other industry, when it, if you're not if you're gonna get in it for the short time, you're ruining the business on the long run for the people that are in it for yeah. what it's really meant to be. You know, people get it; they're like, "Oh, look, they're making good money." <coughs> they don't understand there's a history behind it. You got somebody like me that's been doing it for twenty years. 
there's 20 years of clientele and networking. It, that's, it's not that I opened my doors and I all of a sudden Overnight it happened. Success, yeah. You know, even when I got back into the business, I got in with Dov Auto. Me and Dov got into it together. You know what I mean? And even when I left Dov, you know, and I, I give props to all the brokers. I, I want them to all succeed. And, I, and I'll probably name them that I've worked with and I've had the pleasure to help their business grow, you know. But when I opened my doors in 2015 is when I started my company. Dude, we, in one year, I went from, from A to like Z. We jumped. Like within three years, four years, we were already in like five states, six states. What, what, what was your secret sauce? That why Time. Wh time, knowledge, network. Time as together. in what? Time meaning I, it, it, I, the timing was right for me. For me, I knew that I had the proper clients, yeah. that I had established a name for myself. And what and year was this in? 2015, when I opened up my own business. Avadi. Avadi, yeah. When I opened up Avadi, it was, there was years of calculation and what I was trying to accomplish. Because I wasn't going to the model of, oh, I want to sell cars in Glendale. My Armenian people, which I love them. They were my business. Yeah. My, my whole thing was, no, I'm, I'm in it to grow. I don't want to be, I was thinking like CarMax. I've always thought like CarMax. I never thought of like I just want to have a st I want to have a storefront on Brand Boulevard. That's not my dream, and I will never s change my location where I'm at. But when you say five states, I mean, as an auto broker, yeah, can't you do nationwide? You can, but you know, you have to be licensed in every state. Oh, you do absolutely because you have to pay taxes. You're, it, licensed as in as like a, a broker a license. Broker, is that the same as a dealer wholesale license or it's different? Yes, it's the same thing. If you own a broker, well, look, you can just get a broker license or you can get the wholesale license or you can become a dealer. Mm. You don't have to have all three of them. Yeah. In, in order to in, to be a dealer, you need a dealership. I'm not a dealer. Yeah, you I, need you need display area absolutely. and all that. Yeah, to be a wholesaler is because you're going to buy and flip cars. You're going to sell cars to other, you know, to other dealers. Like I could be a wholesaler for Toyota of, you know, of North Hollywood or buyer for radical auto i would that means i'm buying cars and distributing them you know i'm the middle guy yeah again that's not me either i'm just a broker i'm just a middle guy my job is to take care of my clients give them the proper service give them what they want and for me to have the proper knowledge and my team to have the proper knowledge because look let's say when you call for a certain car you're calling for one car a lot of times people will just take that one car that you're talking about and they'll run with it in our in my company We've trained our guys and myself. And the way I've done it is I like to see what the customer wants, hear them, and then give them options. Because sometimes I'll give you something that you're like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. It's giving knowledge to the client, showing them the savings and showing them the pros and cons, and making them understand what's beneficial for them and for their lifestyle. And sometimes it makes sense because people are like, oh, this guy cares about me. Or yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, you don't want to be one of those guys where you call a you call a broker asking for a for an Audi, and then all of a sudden you leave with a Toyota Camry. <laughs> well, but you know what? In this time, you're that guy. In this in time, in this time, Meaning, where the market is now. Oh, where the well, yeah, of course, because it's, it's that guy that you call and you're like, hey, you know what? I want to, I want the BMW five series. Five series is going for nine hundred dollars a month right now. Jesus, it's Christ. ridiculous. 
The money factor well, has doubled. Before we get into the money factor and all, because because we w- I want to clarify one thing as well, and obviously this is something where a lot of people might be interested in it as well. As far as... Where's Edgar? Can you clarify that? <laughs> Edgar's getting circumcised. <laughs> what do you want me to say? We, well, so we said he's on spring break. Demil has asked a couple of times. Ed, Edgar's on vacation this Monday and next Monday he's not going to be here. Um, so you have to jerk off to his picture. He's not going to be on the show. <laughs> if you need a picture of Edgar, just DM, well, go on his uh, Facebook DM, profile. DM, DM, DM the wise nuts. We'll send you a photo of Edgar. But uh, I wanted to clarify one thing because this is something obviously a lot of people, including myself, would, would want to know because you kind of uh, hinted broker and yeah. you d- you hinted the whole middleman situation correct so a lot of these uh dealerships out there quote-unquote um i don't want to call them brokers now because i might be you know might be you know, saying incorrectly but you call them up you say hey, listen i'm looking for a, a five series correct let's keep it let's keep it simple five i'm looking for a five series do they basically shop around to a bunch of dealerships and try to get a, the best deal along with their commission and then what's the difference between that and a brokerage now do you work directly with... What do you mean? Hold on. I'm, I'm misunderstanding your question. Are you talking about a dealer or are you talking no. about a broker? Okay. What, what's the... Okay. As far as... Okay. When you call, when you call any any of these dealers, whether it's Davado... Dealer or broker? No, no, no. They're Bro- called brokers, Brokers. These, uh, whether it's Davado, Avadi, yeah, yeah. Nexus, Pal, it doesn't matter. So when you call a broker... So yeah. Let's not call them dealers because they're not dealers. Okay. So you call them... A, okay. They're brokers. Brokers. They're I say, brokers. okay, I'm looking, I'm looking for they're a five... They're brokering the deal for you. Yeah. So I'm looking for a five series. Correct. So you basically go out there and you basically just speak to every single dealership out there no. find out <laughs> what no. five series... Okay. No. That's if what you, I want to clarify. <laughs> you know who does that? The rookie. Yeah. Ah. You know why? Again, time, connections, and networking. If, you're, if you've been in the industry for years... Mm-hmm. Like I have, I don't have to call ten places. I send two emails out, and I already have relationships. I built a new relationship with individuals or the dealer. They know what I want. They know what my client, my standards are. Yeah. They know my expectations. They give me what I want. See, that's what I wanted to clarify. Correct. So it's kind of okay. I'm going to give you the best scenario. Why do you have a broker when it comes to buying a property? You know, you could do it yourself, right? You don't need an actual broker. Of course. Okay. Why do you get it? Because they know. They, they, they know the ins and outs of everything. They, they know how to the basically connections <laughs> to the houses. They, they have the back end. They, that's the same thing. And to get your offer accepted. Yeah, to get your offer accepted. In so order again, for it's, me not, to it's not only offer accepted. There's a lot of well, little minute like, details yeah. in there where it's like you want to make sure, hey, listen, I want to make sure I don't miss this disclosure, that disclosure, yeah, to protect look, yourself for liability. Realtors are a little bit more detailed. I'm, yeah. not really <clears> compar- <throat> I'm not comparing it with them because their job is more detailed yeah. and obviously it has more law and... There's Auto no leasing, there's no contingencies. There is no or yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. But you know what this, What people don't understand is even having that connection and those years of connection, yeah, it might be a phone call away. That phone call just didn't happen. It <coughs> took years of relationship building. Yeah. Because sometimes such cars are like, look, when you're talking about, depending on your BMW or Toyota, yeah, it's that's easy. But when you're talking about technical cars like Ferraris and talking about unique vehicles that's when you got to work that's yeah. when the broker actually calls around even though you have the connections you still got to call around you yeah it's, it's, it's a rare happen. it's a rare vehicle at it's that point it's an exotic it's something where you want to make sure you're protecting but your people don't understand we're not only brokering leasing cars we're doing purchases we do classics we do restorations yeah we in my company this is what i do i do i've done a lot of restorations for 
for clients. I've also found project cards for clients. We've custom built clients cards. Sometimes our clients, my specific clients, at least the ones that I deal with, they're very specific. They're like, Mez, my lease is up in six months. Build me a car online. Have it ready in five months. Most of my clients, I built cars for them. I go with my laptop and I build the car. They sign it. I send it to the dealership, say when the car will be ready. Five months, it'll be here. Five months, his lease is up. That's a broker also. I mean, what, what about, again, <coughs> what about as far as pricing, negotiation? And again, that's what that all comes with it too. Of course we negotiate. Of course we, we, we grind the shit out of them. Even bro. five months in the future? Because yeah. look what happened to the market. The MSRP, you're talking, again, this is a unique situation, what we're into. Two years ago, your price was your price. I'll build you a car. When you're building a car for a client that's telling me build me a Range Rover or an S-Class, the guy's not sitting there telling you I want $20,000 off. The guy is saying, let the car come. When they understand, like, hey, we'll negotiate when the car arrives, but this is the car you want. Is that the trim you want? Is that the leather stitching you want? Is that the package you want? Yes, it is. I'm not talking about a Camry or a C-Class where you call and say, hey, my daughter, I'm looking for a C-Class for my daughter. And look, somebody beat me by $5. Yeah. I don't play that game. Me, as a broker, I don't play that game. In my company, I don't play the game of $5 or $10. Here's my price. Uh, there's also a service that I'm giving you. My service has value, and this is what I do. If you're going to come at me because of the $5 of savings or $10 savings, you can't make everybody a client. Yeah. And you sometimes have to choose who your clients are. In my business, I choose who my client is. My client might choose me by calling me, but I also choose you as a client as well. Yeah, makes Cause sense. Because look... Uh, I mean, you. I'm sure you've bought or leased a car from directly from the dealership people, right? You go there, even though you've negotiated the price with them over the phone, on email, you have everything in writing. They're still what gonna happens? dig you, you around for six hours. But you what are, what happens when you get there? Let's talk reality. Well, oh my changes. God! Look, oh, I guess that program ended like 15 minutes, minutes ago. No, even if it hasn't ended, let's say everything is there, and and I'm talking about because look, I I've. I've been into cars for a very long time. Before, before there were even auto brokers. I Correct. used to. I used to do this for fun. I never charged a penny because I didn't even know you could charge. Fun. Yeah, I used to. Anybody that knew me, they would call me. Arm, can you, can you find me a car? I would find them the best deal. And then years later, I was like, maybe I should start just charging them a percentage of what I'm saving them. Yeah, but that's basically what you're doing as a broker, right? That's what you're doing. But but so. And there's been times where I swear we walked into the dealership, we're like we're buying it cash. We write a check. They still dick you around for six. Okay, sir, sit there. We'll. I'm like we're writing a check. Why do we need to wait there six hours for the sales manager to come out, then the other guy to come out, then the other guy to come out with coffee and donuts and apple juice? Just do the paperwork. Let's. They they, they won't let you go. You have to stay there for six hours. You Would you like to finance it? <laughs> We got some great programs, yeah. sir. No, but see, nobody stands there and talks about no like people will never stand there and talk about. Hey, I went. I was there for 19 hours at the dealership. I was there for three days negotiating, but yeah. I got this great deal. So your time means no value to you. That's what I'm saying. That's why when that's, you go to a broker, to. when you go to a broker, it's a 15 minute transaction because they handle that for you. And they you. bring Absolutely. the car to your house. They handle yeah. that for you. And but they deliver the car the to your house. Is, your time is valuable, right? L let's talk about growth. How do you become successful? You got to understand where your time management is. Time is value. Time can't, you can't, you can't put price to time. 
No, absolutely not. Right? Especially if somebody, businessman, owner, somebody yeah. that works, loves what they do, and they're always in the office, doctors, lawyers, whatever it may be. Dude, regular not person. even that. You want to spend time with family. Uh, okay, but see, the thing is, we're talking about that right now. We, we could <coughs> talk about to say, yeah, you make sense. But you say that to the guy who walked into a dealership and calls me and says, hey, I'm at the dealership. They gave me this price. Do you think you can beat it? I say, no, just buy the car. But I'm calling you for business. I said, you're not calling me for a business. You're calling me to see if I can beat Waste my time. You're, you're call, you think I'm stupid. <laughs> Look, I'm going to call. I, I call it ace as it is, is. I don't like to sugarcoat things. And sometimes people don't like that. But I don't care if you don't like that. I'm not asking you to like me. This is my profession. My profession gets me paid by me telling you what the truth is. And that's what it is. I've called out so many people saying, hey, you at the dealership? Yeah, so buy it. You don't want business? No. Uh, bro, it's, I Why? swear to God, it's, no. a, it's the same thing with ours as well, man. Like, we, ha- I had a client who called me. He said, hey, look, I'm looking to, I have a duplex. I'm looking to sell it, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, I meet with him and the wife. We sit down, we chit-chat. I give him pricing. I give him the breakdown, net sheet, all that stuff. And then he goes, all right, you know, well, you know, we'll, we'll We'll let you know what we want to do. I'm like, oh, well, look, three heads are better than one. We're talking about it. Right? Well, I got to go talk to this one guy that was offering us X amount of dollars for the property. I want to see if he's still willing to do it. I'm like, if he's willing to do it, take it and run. Yeah. Take it and run. See? And he just looks at me like, what the f- Do you know what the difference is? He's you value yourself. Of course, bro. Okay. So I value myself. You value yourself. When you learn to value yourself, it doesn't matter what they think. Because at the end of the day, if they understood the value of your your profession or what you're doing and they're calling you, then they would not, they would respect it. Also, when somebody says, hey, I called this broker, that broker, I want to see what your price is. I'm like, same price, same as theirs. Yeah. But you know what the people don't understand? We're shopping from the same dealers. A lot of these brokers, we have the same connections. So what is it at that point? Is it just like a rat race? Whoever could get the deal first? Okay. So that's a very good question. Yes and no. And I'll tell you why. Yes, as in, it might be the same car and ha- getting the same deal, but what comes with that deal? You have a broker that sells you a car, never calls you back, or doesn't care about you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just like a salesperson who sells you something and doesn't care about you, you're just a number. Then you have that other broker that's always there. You call them on, you call their cell phone, you call their office, they're always picking up. You call because you got a flat tire, you, got, you call because you got a stupid question, they're always picking up. They're not, they're not harshly said, you know, dicking you around. <coughs> okay? That's what makes you different than everybody else. It's what you give to your client. Once your client understands that value, they don't leave you. My clients, my true clients that I've had, they haven't left me. My book of clients have not left me. I've, I've had them since. That's when I got back in it in 2011. The reason why I grew so fast is because they remembered me what I did for them back in the days. And they, I had built trust with them. So they follow with you. Your real client will never leave you. They'll always call you for your advice no matter what happens. Even if sometimes a good broker will tell you, hey, it's a good deal. Go buy, go buy that. Yeah. I've done that so often, especially nowadays. I tell them, don't waste your time. Don't call me. Just get it. Give me the paper. Let me look at it. I've gone to deals where I've looked at the deal. I said, and I don't have a dollar in it. I tell my client it's a good deal. Because I didn't make money off you today, but you, I've earned your respect. And your trust. And your trust. And you know that I'm here for you for the benefit of making sure that I'm there for you, even if it's not going in my pocket. After all this recession's done, because of all this fighting that's happening because there's no cars, what's going to happen? That customer's going to be like, yo, he was there for me no matter what happened. I'm still going to go back to him. Yeah. Those are loyal clients. 
that that's what we're after. That's what I'm after. I love having loyal clients because I'm loyal back to them. Yeah. And it's not about making money off them. Money comes with any business if you're good at what you do. Of course. It's not the money. I swear it's not the money. It was never the money. <coughs> money always comes no matter what happens. But watching a client be satisfied or s- talking great about you or referring business to you or sitting there at a table with the guys and saying, dude, this guy, you guys got to hit him up. Like, or you got to hit her up or you got to hit this broker up. They hooked it up for me. That's the greatest feeling when somebody calls you and says, hey, you were highly recommended to me. You took care of my boy. Can you take care of me? You took care of my girl. Can you take care of me? Like, it's that's a, yeah, the, refer- the referral, man. It's oh, a dude, referral. It's, or we don't advertise. If you call Instagram advertising, it really isn't. Because there's people that put thousands of thousands of dollars in real advertising. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they really go massive. What, how many followers do you, like, you might have? Like 10, 20,000 followers from Indonesia? You know, you have 150,000 followers. They're all from different countries. Half of them are anime. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Let's anime talk the cartoons. truth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's not... Let's not let, let's doesn't make an impact on your business. It doesn't business, matter, yeah. but you really have, what, about 100, 200, maybe 1,000, 3,000 people that are following you that are really going to... You're going to impact. No, yeah, of course. So it matters on what you deliver to these clients. Yeah. Greg, we got, can we you got any questions yeah. for... Greg, can you elaborate on what you were saying? You said, uh, I'm on the other side, and these days waiting hours at a dealership are going away. You do auto brokership as well, uh, from what I recall. But uh, if you can elaborate what you mean by that, because as a consumer, if I, if you still directly go to the dealer, you're gonna you're still gonna wait there minimum four or five hours. Easy. At no, least. no, 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 not not four or five hours. As a consumer, are you kidding well, me? Look, right now, yeah, I would. No, you're what? right. Absolutely, if, no, you're right. You're right. Albert, if you're if you're a serious no, you buyer, are. if you really want a car, you really need a car. You you step foot in the dealership. Bro, they'll smell that you for, need a car. Forget you, about bro, even test drive anything. It's nothing. Nothing. No, you, but you're you there know what to you're sign the for. deal. That's it. Signing the deal is a it four, takes five at least hour. forty-five two hours. Look, even just going and signing a paper at the dealer, it's two hours minimum. So there you go. Just two hours of signing. By the time they get the paperwork ready, getting blah, the car blah. detailed, pulling the dog park car forward. And then they have a line for the finance department. Right. By the, what the hell goes on back there? Like, for example, they come to you. They give you a piece of paper. For example, they say, "Okay, here's the deal." And you say, "You know what? I'm not. I'm not. A, I don't like the deal." Oh, you mean the four score, the famous four score? The yeah. One so yeah. So you say, "You know what? No. You know what? This this isn't gonna work." Uh, thank you so much. Let me let me. Uh, I'm gonna Look, go to honestly, another. I'm gonna go to another dealership and. Uh, I, I want to thank you for your time. I say, Yo, you know what? No, no, no. Go, go ahead and sit down real quickly. Uh, let me go crunch some numbers in the back with the uh, with the fleet manager. No, or you know, what, you what the what the hell okay. happens back there? Look, I'm not gonna talk down on people because I think it's to, it's their stepping stone to get where they want to go. When you become a salesperson at a dealership, you you're not, and I don't want to disrespect anybody because that's the last thing I want to do because these guys work hard and they're very good at what they do. But unfortunately, they're Basically, they're just to get a seat warm until the right person who's in charge comes and tells you what they're going to do for you. They're just a messenger because they can't negotiate deals with you. <coughs> they will not tell you payments to negotiate payments, and they will not tell you what kind of car they can put you into because the manager has to authorize it. They're going to speak to a manager, and the manager looks at like, do you have a deal? If you don't have a deal, get out of my face. This is what they do. At dealers, this is exactly the, the correspondence between sales guy and the manager. So, so why go to the... If you don't have a deal, don't waste my time. Move out of my way. So why go, sales, why, why go to the sales... Why go to the salesperson? Go directly because to the manager. Because the sales manager won't sit there and talk to you. 
because their job is they're, they're called a desk manager. Desk manager, they're desking deals, they're putting proposals, they're crunching numbers for 40 employees. They have only two, three desk managers. It's the same thing as in your business. Imagine, for example, I call you in, well, you come to me and say, look, I can sell your property. We're going to charge 5%. I keep two and a half. We give the buyer's agent two and a half or whatever. Yeah, whatever it may be. And I say, well, I'd rather go directly to the broker. Maybe I could get 4% and I save 1%. But it doesn't work that way because I, for the most part, I have to go through you as the agent. I can't go directly to your broker and say, "Correct." correct. No, no, yeah, no, but no, how no, many no. people do that? If everybody did that, yeah, where would you be? Yeah, but not everybody knows that secret, right? No, that, that's not. <laughs> that's not you're, you're calling it not that's, secret. It's not a secret. Hold on, hold on. People uh, don't know that. But what? A major, majority of brokers, majority of brokers. In your line of work. In our line of work. Correct. Don't do sales anymore. Well, same what thing at a dealership. They just, they just don't do sales anymore. Yeah. Same uh, thing at a dealership. Well, Greg says he's a manager at a dealership. Uh, Greg, do you do salesmanship or do you just make the deals? I happen? bet you Greg sits down with <coughs> sits down to make sure that he can close the deal to make sure that the customer is comfortable. And I don't know who Greg is, but I'm sure if he's a desk manager, his job is to make sure that he crunches numbers that he needs to bring numbers. Yeah, yeah but I mean, he needs real, to bring numbers st- to the to to the dealer. Real estate and cars are apples and oranges. No, you they're can't, not. You they're can't, not even the same. You can't. Yeah, compare you can't compare it. That's why in my earliest thing I yeah, said you there's, can't compare. It. There's there's it's. With real estate, it's much more tedious. There's, you have to fi- go through it with a fine comb. And besides that, negotiation in real estate is much, yeah. much more easier than it is in, uh, in cars. There's times in real estate where shit will hit the fan and you'll do anything and everything to save the deal. Why? Because you want to make sure you close that sale for your client. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, little, it's a little different. Again, I don't want to well, dive too deep l- into... Next time, just call Omar because Omar says it takes him 45 minutes. Omar, I love you. Mwah. Oh, for, for to, to close to a get deal? A, to gl- close a deal at a dealership. At a car dealership? At yes. a car dealership? Yeah, at a car. He's, in a, he's been in and out in 45 minutes. Omar, if you've well, been okay. in and out in 45 listen, minutes. I'm not going <laughs> to say if it's possible or not possible. But listen, if you know what you want and you've already done the negotiation. if I, don't somebody th- I like still Omar, don't think it's possible. I'm telling you. Look, it's not honest, possible. Look, I'm in the business. Look, I went and bought my car. I actually walked into the dealership myself to buy the car that I want. Yes. I, I like to touch my cars because I like to make sure that it's what I want to buy because I'm a car enthusiast. I'm not How long did it take you? Literally, dude. For me, the GM knows me. GSM knows me. Finance manager knows me. They all call me by my name. I walked. I was there for two and a half hours. There you go. On a car that was already there. They knew. It had my name on it. It had my you name see? on it from three days prior. I walked into the dealership. Okay, and I waited two and a half hours, three hours almost. Why? Because their finance department was backed up. There's nobody that's going to walk into a dealership and out in 45 minutes. Next time, unless, just call Omar, bro. Unless he went through a broker or unless he already did a deal a couple of days ago. What's the, what's the best time to go to a dealership for a car as far as day of oh, the week? Day of week? Day of week and time. Oh, man. I can't answer that question. I'm not a dealer. I don't work at dealers. That'd be a lie. Greg, uh, what's the I best time? If I gave you that yeah, answer, Greg. it would be a complete lie because... I don't work at a dealership. Yeah. Greg, 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 we need, yeah, we need that. I don't know that. Th- th- I think that's the million-dollar question with a lot of these auto dealers, bro. Yeah, but the, the problem is also it doesn't matter what time you go in there. It's the process. The yeah. process. Yeah, but, I mean, it's if not the finance the department's not backed up. It doesn't matter if they're backed up. The sales guy, his job is to go talk to a manager. Takes yeah. an hour. 
Okay. Sunday after. And the manager has to come and say, and Sir, sad, what is it going to take for you to sign the deal The sales manager feels today. like he's babysitting his kids because his kids don't listen to him. When the, senator, the sales manager can probably close the deal in 45 minutes, and he probably can. But then again, the sales manager can't do 100 people's work. That's why they have their sales guys on the, on the floor. There are some strong sales guys, and there's weak ones. But you don't know who you're going to come across. Yeah. You don't know the strong from the weak. And sometimes you don't know from a good talker. Yeah. That's the question. You don't know somebody from a good talker, then, you know, what's, what's really happening. Yeah. So the, the problem is even if you write a check, I increase measures. Okay. Even if you write a check, they still have, you still have to go to the finance department. It's not like you give them That's a check the, and they're like, okay, the, we'll take the check. You can walk dude, out. Even as brokers, when they say, hey, your customer has to come in, sometimes they say that now. They're yeah. like, no, they have to come in on certain cards. And I tell them, the first question I say is, my, custo- my customer has to be out of there in 30 minutes. Can you do this in 30 minutes? Well, we no, can you do it in 30 minutes? My client's time is important. Yeah. We need to be out in... I've never been out of there in 30 minutes. Never, bro. I don't care but what... But Omar says he'll take a bet on it. Omar, what are we betting? The whole catch is you got to pay for it. <laughs> pay for what? Pay car. For it. I'm telling Omar, you... Omar, I want to come shopping can, with you, you next time you go buy a car. I want to see... I'm going to time it. I'm going to... And I love Omar, bro. I love Omar. He's such an awesome <laughs> guy. But I, I, I will time... Yeah, and I will actually, no I, I, w- way, I would say like me and the wise guys, wise nuts, let's come and we'll time and we'll make an episode out of this that the, you can get out of there in 45 the minutes. The GM of the dealership cannot get a car out in 45 minutes. Are you GM kidding? The For themselves. They can't. It's impossible. Just detailing the car is going to take 30 minutes. It's impossible. Car buying process should be very easy. And as brokers, we try to make it easy. The whole concept of us is allow us to do the negotiation since we already know yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. Allow us to give you what you want and allow our knowledge, you know, and our exper- expertise to make the process easier for you. It's not always about saving you five dollars, ten dollars. It really the time isn't. and the headache and all that bullshit, well, if, bro. Yes, do we use do we save you more no before it was like, yeah, of course we used to kill the dealers. Brokers, we used to kill the dealers. I don't care if Greg agrees with me or not, and I there's no disrespect. We used to kill dealers because the salesperson had to make them profit. The sales manager had to make the profit. And then, the, you know, for them to make all their money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm talking about brokers back in the days. No, I'm not talking about now. Yeah. now. Not that there's like 100 brokers around. But back then, we used to do killing, killer deals that even sales guys or sales manager goes like, well, if you have a broker, go to your broker. Don't come to us. They used to tell that to clients. And not every dealership works with brokers, right? Not anymore. Yeah. See, dealers now are tired of it. All these new brokers that are coming out, some of them aren't even buying cars in around this area. They're buying it up north or somewhere else. Yeah. And I have dealers that tell me, like, we're done with brokers. I have dealers that, like, we have two brokers. You're one and another, another yeah. person because of the history and the reputation that goes along with it. Yeah, they waste the dealership's time, too. Yeah. See, Anna was saying, uh, do it over the phone. That's the big problem. You speak Over the phone what? To a dealership? Deal with it over the phone and then go to the dealership after. That's the biggest misconception is you deal with it over the phone. They tell you one thing and then you get to the dealer okay. all of a sudden. Let, let's, boom, say, let's, say you dealt, you, let's say you dealt with it over the phone. Again, you dealt with it over the phone. Nothing is given to you in writing. Absolutely not. What, what is guaranteed to you? Nothing is guaranteed. Absolutely. It's, it's okay. a verbal conversation. So even if you did it over having. the phone, how many hours does that take you? 
Oh, but yeah. It took you five minutes? No. And, and besides that, they're not going to take you as serious over the phone whether uh, you like it or not. If you're there in person, I guarantee you they'll take you more serious. But then again, look, I'm not going to take it away from dealers too. I think they're doing what they're, they got to do and they're doing great. Dealers are there for a reason too. There are some people that don't want to, they want to go deal with the dealership. That's perfectly fine. And I think everybody has to eat. And of there course. Is, again, there is enough bodies to go around. For, yeah. to go around. It's just if you prefer a broker, find a good broker and stick with it, people. Yeah, don't and don't 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 go broker against broker against don't broker. Don't be hooking yourself. Like ten brokers, and you want to see who can give you. When it comes to me, I don't even waste my time with clients like that. Me personally, I will say it again: I will not waste my time if you're shopping with five <laughs> different brokers because what's the purpose of it? And I think it's disrespect to the actual brokerage itself. I well, mean, even as a human be- being, you yeah. yourself, then it's like it's like. Well, it's it's the same. It is. That's why going back to what Hector said, because Hector was like, "What do you mean, you you don't care what they think?" Because Hector, you know, you you've never been in the car industry. They will waste your time like there's no tomorrow, and find out what the price is, and then call Joe Schmo. And if Joe Schmo says, "Okay, it's two dollars less a month," they jump ship with Joe. Yeah, but can I ask you something? Is let's talk about that. That five dollars or fifteen dollars difference, right? If you're buying hypothetically speaking, an S-Class. Let's say hypothetically mm-hmm. speaking, well, which is going for about $1,700 a month. Right uh, you can't compare yeah, it. Yeah. No, do, do something, do something simple. Okay, do so a Camry. Do a Camry. Like Camry. Okay. Where Camry? it used to be $275 okay. a month. You guys want to talk about a Camry? Yes. Okay, let's talk about Camry. Okay, let's do it. If somebody comes at you for a Toyota Camry, let's say, this yeah. is let's say two years ago, not now. Because yeah. right now, people a Camry is $1,400. Forget it. Yeah, two seventy five. Right when it was two seventy five. Yeah. Oh, when it was one ninety nine. You're forgetting Camry used to be one ninety nine. No, I'm not kidding you, bro. Camry L E S E was one ninety nine. Corolla was like one hundred and forty nine dollars. So, my clients used. To, I used to get a, and I can't say my client. Customers used to call, say I got a price for one eighty five, from let's say, so and so brokerage. Okay. Great. What What's your down payment? I'm putting a thousand dollars down. I said, is that including tax? Yes, great. Why are you calling me? Can you beat it? I'm going to give you the same price. Are you going to come with me? Yeah, no, see? I want you to beat it. But I'm going to give you the same price. But I saw online on their website for 129 So why don't you buy it online? Like, this is the concept that, yeah. that we have to deal with, too. It's like... They compare. Everybody, everybody is looking for a deal, bro. Oh, it's, wh- it's, it, there's no, there's no beating around the bush. Everybody's looking for a deal. G- got it. And it's, it's so, but it's th- so petty. But can you, can, can you also face the reality from what is, what is real and what is not? Half the time, people see on something on the website. Do they? You think they take the time to read the fine print? The fine print, yeah. Even if they read the fine print, do you think they actually understood the fine print? What it no. meant? Okay. Therefore, you're calling a professional. Why would you call a professional if you're going to sit there and tell them how to do their job? You know how the people, they think they know it all. That's the problem. Everybody knows it all, but they still call a professional to ask an opinion. Yeah, you, you call an attorney, you call a doctor, you tell them what they're doing, but they're like, dude, but why are you calling me? You know what it is? It's a, there's a major, obviously, trust issue. Uh, obviously, not you or... Again, oh, not 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 many other not many other dealerships out there or brokers out there who are uh, who are trustworthy. But uh, you know, back in the day, obviously, car dealerships and then car brokers had bro, a bad ug- rep. Ugly no, duckling, you're wrong. Bro. I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's not. It's not that they had a bad rep. See, the thing is, it's not the bad rep that was there. It wasn't the bad rep. What happened was 
You're talking about back then. It's only been around for 20 years. No, no, 20. no, no, no. I'm talking not about brokerage. No, not auto brokerage. Dealerships. Auto dealerships, bro. Oh, deal. I thought you said auto brokerage. No, no, no. no, no. no. Here's oh. the thing. Dealers. Auto dealerships have always had a bad rep, even back in the day. Like from from the day auto brokers have, and and it's funny that you watch certain movies, read certain books, shows. That auto dealer, there's always that character in there where, you know, it's the guy who's the basically scum. the scum the guy. Scum. And yeah, it's it's kind of trickled its way into the brokers as well. Where it's, it's the like, persona. That's yeah, what. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. all right, it's a car. Yeah, he's a car guy. Ah, maybe he might be trying to you know beat around the bush and trying to screw me over. So let me talk to a couple of other people. I get it. But if you have a reputation that you want to keep and you have clientele that you they trust you, mm-hmm. that's the one thing you don't want to tarnish. Is no, that, you don't. That, that the, name, the name, the reputation, the name, yeah. the reputation. Hence, the reason also is in our industries we get to choose who we work with. Why? Because I don't want to tarnish my name. Why? Because I've I've built a company that I'm proud of. It's part of my soul. And I'm not going to tarnish it by working with uh, the wrong person. And the reason why I'm saying the wrong person, I'll, and I'll say that, uh, and I'll go into detail with that, is if I take care of this client, let's say I took care of him, he's going to bring 10 more people like, like him. Yeah. Correct. Let's no, 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 it's common sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do I want to deal with that? No, because I don't have the nerves, one. Secondly, I can't do that deal for every single person. And I'll tell my client, listen, I gave you a deal. Don't, this is like a one time or this is what it is because I decide to take a cut on my commission. Yeah. Right? I decide to not it's make not money. It's not just the commission. It's but the program at the time. I'm going to put it out there like it is a commission. Let's just say it's a commission. Let's just say. Come into the mic. Let, let's just say it's yeah. commission, right? Let's just say it's commission. But commission is a small portion of it, well, though. Even if it's small. The, but the person in front of you has to value you. Just because I did a free work for you, why are you going to bring 10 more people what you want me to do free work yeah. for? Yeah, they're going like, to go. They're going to so go. And they're where gonna is like your respect to me? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you right, see the course, psychological. Do you see what I'm trying to get that, to? That's the biggest problem is when you do, when you do somebody a favor and you say, listen, I'm doing this as a favor to you just to get the Absolutely. deal done. Don't go around telling yeah, everybody, no, 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 it. don't worry about it. And then they get the card, they go home, they do a Malgarit, and all of a sudden they tell everybody, I got, I got it, it for I, $700. I got it for $5 yeah. a month. Go call no, him. But, but you get what I'm saying? It's like, this is where it comes down to. Is also, people also don't understand. Um, we work just like everybody else. We don't get hourly commit. We don't get hourly money. We're not promised money we're not promised a salary what we work hard for is what we get paid yeah it's called you know self-employed commissions <laughs> commissions so it's like if you want me to work for free and do it for free for everybody else then why am i i'll just close my door i'll go work at a dealership i'll sit at a desk and i'll go talk to a sales manager and i'll work my way up in 10 years and be somewhere yeah. you know what i'm Collect, saying you know build on my 401k retire happy yeah, bro do you get what i'm saying yeah, no, no, but I I that's in in that's why I tell people it's like if you go to a, you you go to a good doctor you go to a good lawyer you want to come to a good broker you come to a good broker we we are all different we're not the same of we course. are not Every, the same nothing's you know, the we're same. not it's just it is what it is Vic thanks for clarifying by the way he said uh, he clarified what Omar does is uh, it takes him forty five minutes let's say if he goes to Keys European he'll have some of the Porto's pastry grab a free coffee and he'll drive his own car back home and it takes forty five minutes so. <laughs> I think that's what he was referring to. Is that Vic? Hold on. Is that Vic Vic? That's yes. uh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. There's, there's no way that anybody else is going to make that comment except Vic. Um, Zare, where's Zare's comment? Zare. Zare, what do you know about the car industry, bro? 
I've only been in it for yeah, I don't 30 know years. much about the car industry. <laughs> he knows all that. Yeah, from uh, EMX. IMX? No, no, no. Well, it used to be IMX. Now it's e- EMX, right? Zade Arajanian. He used to be on Broadway. Now he's on Victory in Burbank. Maybe, brother, no. Um, so he says Tesla can be ordered on the phone and delivered to your house without take, uh, talking to any finance sales uh, closer, none Absolutely of that. Absolutely true. Do you think the industry will soon follow the pattern and brokerage would, brokerages will phase out? Because, and I will, I'll answer because that Because Tesla is like a retail store in a sense, right? Correct. It's not, it doesn't but even have a dealer Can you negotiate license. with Tesla? No. Hold on. Can you negotiate with Tesla? No. Good. Do you have any options with Tesla that you that gives you any kind of rebates or discounts? No. Yes. Yeah, well, of course you will. Statewide. Well, federal, well, not, then, other than yeah. a statewide rebate. Yeah. I'm talking about anything else. No, no. Okay, cool. So Tesla might be a unique individual vehicle. Will it get there one day? Hey, you never know. Then again... One day you might not need a broker for buying a house. Yeah. If I go to that concept of one day, then I might just close my door. Listen, dealerships have not closed down doors. They're not closing them. As long as there's a dealership with salespeople, there's a broker. But I think in what, my in my thing. But maybe what he's referring because because if you see for example, the, I I really love the CarMax philosophy. Their way price. Of there's no negotiation. There's no haggling. Right. You walk in, and you know you're going to get a... But how is that a good thing? You know why? Because, and, and that's one of the reasons why I've always loved Apple. Because Apple, whether you buy it from Burbank, Inglewood, Beverly Hills, you're getting the same price. So are you saying Samsung is different? Um, Samsung, there's nego- negotiating room. Of course there is. Every other brand there is. Apple, there, you, you don't negotiate. You can't negotiate Samsung. You can. No, you can't. How many times do you? Buy. How many times do you see Samsung buy one get five free, buy one get oh, two free? You mean promos? Th- there's always something. Promos. A- Apple, you don't see that with Chanel. Chanel, you buy it from Vegas. Not or only that, man. I you mean, buy you it from. Have hey. you have you ever seen Apple do a discount at even a Walmart or a Best Buy? No, it's always Never. a set price. That's the beauty Correct, of it. Whether you buy it from Walmart or Apple or some boutique bijou, whatever you want to call it, that's the thing. And CarMax. The reason why they sell half a million cars a year is because you go there, it says 25 grand, you're paying 25 grand, and you actually, if you don't like it, there's a problem. You can return it. You have only three days. Right. You still have a cooling off period, which... Three days. Unless you pay the $150 fee, Uh and you get 30 days. But who else offers that, though? Who? Every dealer does. See, that's what you don't know. What? The cooling off period? Are you kidding me? Every dealer, when you when you purchase a vehicle, you have the option to take thirty days. You pay one hundred fifty dollars, and you it's have not one hundred fifty dollars. Yes, it, it was is. a percentage of the retail. No, I it's think. not the MSRP. No, it's not. Okay, is there like a restocking fee or anything? No, there is. It's a. It's, you pay. Look, I just did a Corvette deal. For, for, I just did a C eight. My client who purchased it, okay, he financed it. It was one hundred and seventy five dollars. Thirty days. You have up to thirty days if you don't if something goes wrong with the car, not because you just choose not to buy the car. Okay, so that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah, but CarMax doesn't say just because you want to return the car, there has to be some kind of issue. You have to read the fine prints. There is a fine print there. You guys had you can't just say I didn't like the car. Okay, cool. You didn't like the car. Well, what else would you like from my lot? You can't just give the car back and walk away. Well, let me ask you this: it doesn't, it doesn't drive the way. Did you test drive the vehicle? No. Because by law, you have to. Let's say you didn't. No, by law, you have to. If somebody does not test drive the vehicle, you know you can return the car back, right? No, man. Even with the brokerage. 
I've never test driven you a new car. Well, where's, the car the, where's the car coming from? Do you know that you signed a paper? It says, I test drove the car. I did this, I did this, and you signed a paper. See, I, the thing is, I, I have this never, is the problem. Test I've never test car. driven a car. Okay, this is the problem, guys. This is, this is the problem that goes down the board with a lot of people. And it's not broker's fault. It's not anything. It's, it's also, your fault. No, it's not. Not my fault. <laughs> I, tell my clients, I actually tell my clients, I tell my clients that things that sales guys don't say, but I say it. I, I can care less. Because even if you return the car, I will sell you another car. Because that's what I'm here for. It's not I. I don't just work for BMW. I got any car you want. I tell my client, listen. You need to sign. Did you test drive the car? No. You want to test drive it? No. But you have to sign a paper that you test drove the car. Like the, I'm the gonna thing go is, through my paperwork. I don't recall ever signing. Seriously, you have to. bro. What, you what, know that? What I know is that I know they, a lot of people are gonna be like, "What an asshole!" No, no, no. What this I know is that they, I'm telling you the truth. I can care less, bro. No, no. Listen, this is your expertise. I'm not. I mean. Okay, listen, there is a there is a document that says that you haven't test-driven the vehicle, that you can actually return the car. Because that's why they you make you that? drive and, the and car anytime. off the lot. Not any time. Within, within, within a certain time. Sometimes See, my, days a week. my understanding is if you don't drive it off the lot, you can return it. That's why they make you drive it off the lot. No. Because if I can go Ooh. sign all the paperwork. Test, yeah, but driving off the lot is the same thing as test drive now because you actually drove it on the lot. Into no, a no, 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 no. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. My my brother and I, we were picking. This is I think like four five years ago. Uh, the new QX, the, the new Q bodies had come out for Infinity, where they went Infinity, from the Gs the to Q50? the Qs. Q50, yeah. Got Those had just come out. Yeah, the sedan. Got it. Uh, we called we called Monrovia, and I remember this <laughs> <so> <laughs> that's my dealership. Yeah, I, I remember this so so detailed, bro. It was hilarious. So we called Monrovia. We said, hey, we're looking for a white. Q50 or QX50 or whatever it was, like the Q50. They said, "Oh, we have uh, we have three of them in stock. We have three of them in stock, and uh, uh, one of them is a sport package. One of them is a uh, red line sport or whatever it was, and the other one was a silver sport." We said, "Oh, well, what's the biggest difference?" Well, they're like, "If you want to go with the middle one, go with the silver sport. It has all the bells and whistles, blah 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 blah. Navigation X Y Z. So, what are we looking at as far as price?" They gave us a number. They gave us a number. We get to the dealership. We sign the paperwork. They sign. We sign everything. They hand us keys. We give the down payment. We sit in the car. Okay. My brother starts the car. Used or new? Brand new. Okay. There's like five miles on the car. And, and if Alfred's watching this, he could vouch for me. We literally, we drive forward a little bit. And I was messing with the settings because I was in the passenger seat. I said, where's the navigation, bro? How do you turn on navigation? So he stops. We haven't pulled out of the lot yet. I'm like, bro, there's no navigation in this car. He goes, no. He said there's navigation. I'm like, there's no navigation. Hold on. How do you... Go. I'm going to go back to this. How do you buy the car without somebody going over the car with you? Well, that's the thing. They, they're they like, the car is being detailed. They'll be out in a second. Irrelevant. Somebody has to sit in the car and go over the vehicle he didn't do, with He you. didn't do shit. He handed us keys. We, we walked to the car. That's impossible. They can't do that. I, if you bought a car at a dealership, they have to put a technician well, in the car... And go over the vehicle. Again, it's your they have to, but there's been many. No, bro, but see, the uh, thing is, if you knew the bylaws, if you knew the bylaws, if you knew or understood it, I they saw, can't I do saw, anything. I sell homes for a living. No, I understand, but that's homes. I'm just, I'm but, saying but the car industry. Yeah, you can't return that, though. Well, yes, he can. So, yes, no, no, listen to what happened. 100% he can. Bro, down, pay, down payment is given. 
And mm-hmm. literally call Alfred. He'll tell you the same story. Down is given. Keys are handed to us. We sit in the car. We haven't pulled out of the dealership. I call the guy. He was an Asian guy. I forgot what his name was, bro. It was years ago. And I go, bro, where's the Navi on this car? He goes, and he goes, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a navigation button. N- NAV, NAV. Push the NAV. I'm like, bro, there's no NAV number. There's no NAV button here. And he looks and he goes, oh, fuck, this car doesn't have navigation. So they gave you the wrong car. So I said, okay, so this isn't the right car. He goes, no, no, this is the right car. There's just no navigation in it. I said, so we signed paperwork and you told us that there's navigation. He goes, okay, get out of the car. Bro, we got out of the car. They they knocked it down. I don't remember how what dollar amount it was, but they knocked it down on the payment. They said, listen, here's what we can do. They bought you out, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, they basically they, they, said they bought you that. Yeah, that you could have returned. It's because okay. You didn't yeah, drive they it bought off. you out. Yes, because, because you know why they didn't, didn't want to have an unwind. It's called an unwind. They don't want to have an yeah. unwind. So what he said was this: He goes, he turns to us. He goes, I'll I'll lower the payment X amount, and it was a big number. It was like it, not like a single digit. It was like thirty, forty, 50, something dollars. He goes, I'll lower it down. Just take the car and go. Yeah, you know why? And I he turned, doesn't want to unwind. And I turned to my brother and I said, What do you want to do? And at the time, he he looked concerned. He was like, "Bro, this is not what I wanted." Like, screw it, let's just go. No, he was like, oh, "This isn't what I wanted." And I go, "Let me have, let me talk to my brother really quickly." So, we we, <laughs> we literally go to my car. I go, "What do you want to do?" He goes, "Fuck it, bro, let's take the car and go." Because oh, you think I'm really going to use navigation? Yeah. He goes, "I'm going to use my phone, bro." He goes, "Let's take it and run before this because guy changes his mind." Because you guys got mind. a good discount, of course. Do you know why? Look, listen. So this happens often. This happens often at dealerships. This has happened to me at a dealership with a client of mine. Sorry, man. The, the Melee. Edgar, can you tell him you're here? Edgar, why don't you call the Melee? You guys can have phone sex. This guy has asked where Edgar is 15,000 times. Edgar, the Melee, post your number here. Edgar's going to call you. You guys can fool around via FaceTime, whatever you're going to do. Don't ask the same question again on... <laughs> Fucking show, bro. <laughs> I think he asked the question and he leaves. Oh, Tata said something. He's like, $2 adds up a month, no matter what. Yeah. By the way, Zara's dealership is called IMX. Yeah, IMX. Yeah, IMX. That's what I thought. So, I yeah, thought yeah, it okay. was IMX. Yeah. I, I figured. Okay, Todd, you asked a question about saying $2 is $2. You're absolutely right. I'm not disagreeing with you. $2 is $2. And it's, you're, you're absolutely right. It does equal up to whatever it may be. But this goes, again, if you want to save that money then the same way you'll be shopping when you go to a doctor when you go to an attorney or you go anywhere in life i mean you pay for what you get so you might think just buying a car might be just buying a car but at the end of the day when you have a problem or something happens a a good broker will actually be by your side will also make sure that they're, they're there to make sure that the transaction is healthy it's there absolutely if you have a problem with a vehicle we're there to make sure that if it's a lemon situation if it's a technical situation that they're there for you when you get married that's the value if the two (laughs) dollars is a saving for you and the value does not matter of what we do then i listen i don't disagree with you i'm gonna agree with what you're saying but then again everybody has a different way of looking at it to each their own absolutely and i'm not disagreeing with you but i did want to kind of i saw that comment and i just Look, money is money. We're all trying to save money. But at the same time, if it's like that, maybe buy a car that's cheaper. Yeah. If you're really talking about saving money, buy a vehicle that's going to be more cheaper. Buy economy, you know, gas saver. Buy or a buy, go cylinder. buy a Prius. No, like, or a I'm, Vespa. Not, I'm not going to disrespect it. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 like, no, of go, course. Go, 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 buy, go buy whatever you want. But if $2 or $5 is what you're saving for, Bro, maybe it's not the car for you. Here's the thing. 
we you mentioned something where we kind of stopped you because you were going into S classes, five, seven series. It, it gets to the point where when you're at a certain price point, that's why I was going there. That's why we say that's why we stopped you. That's why I was going there. When, when it comes to a certain price point, even with the housing, bro, same it's situation. Ho- bro, it's hilarious. It's, yeah, it's like when like you to the point where you want to clown somebody. Uh, well, you can't. I, yes, you can. Uh, yes, you can. Listen. Yes, hey, you, you can. It's not clowning. It's more of a you kind of you you bring them back to reality. That's what it is. Bro. Where it's like, look, bro, it's like you're you're paying. $1,500 a month for this car. Or you're fighting for 30 bucks. And you're fighting for 20, 30 bucks. Don't have a crappuccino once a month. No, it's not even that. That's what it is, bro. The thing, this is what it is. It's like, bro, this is, and I'm, and I'm going to be, I'm gonna, there was a story that I wanted to tell you guys. This is Into the back mic. To your, sorry, I was going to tell you guys a story because it was going to go back to what the experience you had and I had myself personally. But before that, so I had a client. Um, he's not my client. It was a customer who was shopping around. The guy calls me for an S-Class. True uh-huh. story. Three weeks ago. Says, hey, I'm looking for S-Class. I want to be around $1,500 a month. I said, sure, no problem. I said, have you looked around? He said, yeah. I said, do you know what kind of trim level you want? You know, just trying to feel it out. He said, uh, and I'm going to, I'll put the name out there. He said, CalStar gave me, you know, uh, CalStar gave me uh, $1,589 a month. I said, great. I said, what MSRP? He's straight told me 122. I said, okay, cool. $122,000 car. Did they give you a markup? No, they gave me $5,000 off. I already knew there was something off. There is something there that he's not telling me. There's no way you're going to get a brand new S-Class $5,000 discount mm-hmm. in a market that's in this market. I said, okay. I said, what's your expectation? He's like, I want to be 1300 I'm like, how much down? $300. He said five thousand. Wow. He said five thousand dollars down, and my trade in, and my trade in is worth twenty grand of profit. Mm-hmm. I said, so you're really putting thirty three thousand dollars down mm. to get the fifteen hundred yeah. a month. No, no, I'm putting five thousand. I said, no, you're putting thirty three thousand. I said, you have a twenty eight thousand dollar trade in. Well, yeah, I don't care about that. I said, I, I told him, listen. I said, no problem. I said, I have a car for you. I, I called around my guys, and I, I looked around, and I found a car. And the best that I could do for him was thirteen eighty seven a month. That's and I told him, off. And I told him that I'm going to give you $21,000 back at the end of the lease. Okay. Because it's, uh, you're taking a deposit. Ah. Uh, you know, so if yeah. you, a lot of people don't yeah. understand what this means, it's basically you pay seven months of payments or right. ten months of payments, and they hold a deposit uh, with high-end cars. Or you could do this with any vehicle, actually. And what they do it is was, they bring down, really they buy down the with rate. BMW at one time, yeah. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So you can buy down the rate. You know, just the same thing as purchasing homes. You you pay a percentage and you buy the rate down. Am I right? Of course. That's yeah. How it works. You pay a point, two points, whatever. Absolutely. It is. So same concept. You know what the guy told me? What did he say? <laughs> he said, "You're lying to me." <laughs> course i said what do you mean he's like you're lying to me he's like how are you gonna give me my money back i said it's in the fucking paperwork <laughs> the guy look i give props to the manager at calstar i give you props whatever your name is i give you props and i love you convince the guy such program does not exist yeah convince the guy such program does not exist so the guy ended up buying a car from calstar and i was like okay could that whatever 
So he paid the fifteen eighty something, not the. He paid thirty three thousand dollars on the P fifteen eighty with Calstar. Calstar. Fucking a. No, no, it's okay. His true story. His brother in law called me, and I got him the brother in law the same car for the price I promised him, <laughs> with a document showing that I'm gonna give him back twenty two thousand dollars at the end. Well, the guy calls me. He's like, "Can I return my car?" I said, "Call Calstar." <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, bro. It's it's done. Once you sign a paper, people don't understand. Once you sign, and you drive off. You're done. Oh, but it's not, it's not only about the papers. It's about, hey, it, it's just it's hilarious. When, when, you, when you when you when you sit mind. down, when you the problem is that so many people have gotten screwed and they get the wrong information from the wrong people as well. Absolutely, I agree. They they go Absolutely. and they they'll talk to somebody who has nothing to do with like car dealers or anything and they'll ask him and the guy doesn't even own a car yeah. like he probably rides around in a bicycle and he goes oh look I'm trying to get this car yeah, yeah he's well, trying look. to screw you over you, you explain everything to them and they still there's still this doubt there's still this doubt so my father said something really good the less you say the better it is sometimes yeah. when you give too much you give too much information You're this, is a, this is a life lesson sometimes when you give too much too much information people don't look at you seriously because you're giving them too much. The less you say, the better it is. Because sometimes when you give away the secrets, they feel like it's too good. I mean, I'm just gonna walk it's away. It's not about only. It's not about giving away the secrets. It's about educating them, bro. Like right now, we ha- we ha- literally. I was on the phone all day this morning with one of these cl- one of my clients. The guy is basically saying, uh, "I'm buying. I'm buying down the rate. I'm paying two points. I would to buy down the rate. I would. But wait, stop. Wait, 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 stop. I go." Let's call him Bob. <laughs> Bob, why why Bob, are you Bob getting in? Bob, why are you buying down the rate? He goes, "Well, I want a good rate." I'm like, "Bro, you're gonna be fucking refinancing the thing in six months. Yeah. Why would you oh, buy the rate?" What's now? the life Start. of an average mortgage? Thirty yeah. years. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Refinance. Three and a half years, bro. I've three and a half years. I've refinanced twice already. On your personal home? Yes. In how many years? In four years. Okay, but because the rates went, you have dropped down crazy. Uh, yeah, but, but on an average. On Let's an, talk about on, on an, an average. Come on. Let's not talk about where the market is now, guys. It's not fair. What the market is now is not what our life is used hey, to. Everybody, everybody's life is different. Everybody refinances for a certain reason, and everybody does a cash out refinance Correct. for a certain reason. But so the, the amount of... An, uh, five years. That's what I was going to say. Three five to five years. years. Yes. Is an average. That's why they used to have a three-arm and a five-year arm. Back in the day, of course, that because that is the norm, bro. When I used I, to be in mortgage too. So when I, I bought my house, my, like, when I bought my house, this. I bought it off. A, I bought it on a seven-year arm. Okay, and and at the time, you know, my wife was saying, well, "What are you, what are you doing with the seven-year arm? Like, you really think we're not going to refinance within seven years?" Absolutely, bro. We do renovations. We're done with it. Of course, <laughs> I do refinance. You're never right satisfied. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever satisfied. There's always upgrades. Yeah. There's always something happening credit card debts, whatever it may be, or con- consolidation, or let's just say you want to you want to invest into other properties. Yeah. What do you do? You take it up. You use your own money. Why why use the uh, use the bank money to yeah. buy other properties? So, well, go ahead. No, well, no, we had some comments and questions. That's what I was going to say. I was, was oh, going to okay. say go. But a quick story. When I was years ago, 20 years ago, actually, it's been almost. I used to work. Do you know? Do you remember Vic Kulian or no? Vic Killian used to be the so uh, president of Lamborghini North America. Oh, Vic. Well, Newport. Yes. Of course I but know Vic. he had a dealership in uh, Killian Motors in Beverly Hills. I know. I used to work for him. I used to, I used to work with Vic directly. 
No, I worked for him at the dealership. Twenty, twenty years. I ago. used to work with him because back when he was making where he was, yeah, I used to sell so many Lamb. I I used to do a lot of Lambos because I was in the mortgage industry and I was doing cars. And a lot of my mortgage guys that were making money. They were Guess using what they want? They want a Gallardos. <laughs> remember the Gallardo came out. <laughs> yeah. I hate Gallardos, bro. But, but remember Fuck when that the Gallardo, a real Lamborghini? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. But when the Gallardos came out, car. all these mortgage brokers, I all these guys who were making money, we couldn't afford the Mur- Murcielago. You got a Gallardo. I know, bro. I was on the seventeenth so, floor of the I, Nestle building. I remember the I cars remember. on brand. <laughs> not a real Lamborghini. I remember those days. So, anyways, I was working. Audi. I was working there. This. This uh, Persian man walks in, older gentleman with his daughter. They drive a, a test drive an in Infinity. What was the SUV back then? Oh, the QX, uh, the FX. QX 30, FX 35? FX 45 35s. Yeah, yeah. Those the are V8, awesome. I had one. The I V8 bought, was no, the... No, no, it wasn't V8. No, no. The FX 45 was a V8. The FX 35 was a V8. 20 years no, ago. I used to have one. I, 20 that years was my ago? favorite SUV. Yeah. Yeah, of course. They okay. just came out. Anyways, it was the best we, SUV. It was yeah. the fastest SUV. And you can Bro, it was during the G uh, when oh, the G thirty fives came. I out. used to do donuts with my G thirty five. These guys are gonna finish my story. And, by and, the way. and <laughs> yeah, before you say sorry, and, and the sound of the G thirty fives back then sounded ten be- ten times better than the way Q's. better. Oh, it that sounds gro- better than the fucking. What about the BMWs nowadays? All these pop 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 pop. Like boy, it gets like annoying. Okay, so machine. go back to your story. I want so to yeah, hear it. This, this father and daughter <laughs> step into the dealership, and uh, she's she's a college student she wants to test drive the infinity suv so we take it for a test drive you know uh, she loves it we sit down we do the application under the dad's name he's making about 120 grand a month and a the month pay- yes a month fantastic so, and the payments come out to My like kind of 360 something and he's sitting there he's like and, and I, I i knew this guy was going to negotiate the shit out of it so when we sat down i said look this is the bottom line um I think my manager's name was Zara. So I went to Zara. I said, Zara, just give me bottom line deal. Let's not dick around with this guy. It was 360-something. He says, no, it has to be 340-something. I said, look, we can't do it. This is the bottom line. You either take it or... The daughter starts crying there. Literally, This guy's making 120 grand a month. This is 20 it's years ago. It's not about ago. The what you make, though. This is 20 years ago, up it. You ma- you're making $1.5 million dollars a year. He, he's, his daughter sitting there crying for $20. You know what I told him? I said, look, it's a three-year lease, 35, you're technically paying uh, 35 no, no, payments. $3,500 a month? No, 20. $2,500 a month. No, no, no. It was 360 something. He wanted 340 something. Oh, he wants to buy the car discounted. Lease it. It was, he wanted $20 off of whatever the bottom line was. I said, look, it's, it's a $20 difference. I went back to Zara. I said, Zara, this guy wants another twenty dollars off. He said, "Fuck no, I'm not gonna do it." I said, "Okay." I go back for Zara. I think that was a principal thing. Yeah, the 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 daughter's crying there. I swear, I told the guy. I said, "Listen, can you come out with me?" I said, "It's thirty five payments of twenty dollars more. That's seven hundred dollars." I said, "I'll write you a check for seven hundred dollars." The daughter's sitting here crying, crying, bro. Like you make fucking one and a half million dollars a year. I agree with you. Get on that the one. fucking car and go. It's a reality check. It's a reality check. You gotta bring just a lot of people are on cloud nine, bro. But what do you mean? You got, hold on, you, you got a lot of people. A lot of people. Well, almost everybody's on cloud nine right now. Call okay, whoever it is, bring them. You bring them back to. You, it's you put facts in front of them and you just show them the actual numbers because a lot of people are numbers people. 
And when they see it, then they realize, like, oh, shit, oh, really? Yeah, but this guy was, it's, it was a matter of he had that number in his head. It has to be under 350. doesn't matter I make 120 well, because, grand listen, a month. For that guy, and uh, listen, somebody that makes that kind of money, that's making $120,000 a month, uh, you, their brain works a little different. And for them, numbers work different too. The reason why he has a number in his head is because either he's had the experience of shopping around yeah, and he knows negotiations and he's as, as hard-headed as Zara and Zara was more of a pride. You, the reason you know why Zara he, too. I don't know him. But you remember him. Do you know of him? You remember Zara? I don't know. I'm just Zara was Vic's partner. And then there was the Persian guy too. I forget his name. And then they had I know Zara, I know Vic's mom, bro. I don't know Vic's mom. I know Vic's dad was a distributor for Mercedes in Germany yeah. for like twenty some years. I, I, when we're going back yeah. into yeah. things, I, I know <laughs> but Zara I think Zara's purpose was it was more of a principal thing because he saw the guy's income. Yeah. And he's like, No, fuck it, yeah. this guy can we're afford gonna, it. Yeah. But I think the guy who was negotiating his his mindset on number game was different because he's he's negotiating on large scales. Yes. You know what I mean? So you have to understand every client and every individual, depending on what kind of income they're making or what kind of line of work they're in, they have a different mindset of mathematics to And that's happened to me. And you can't disrespect them, which no, makes no, sense. No, no, I know. And that's happened to me where look, sometimes I'll spend an hour on the phone because they want to charge me five dollars more a month for something, yeah. and then the next day I'll write a check for ten grand. I don't care. See, exactly. That's that's Be- how I am. Yeah. So it I, I I completely understand, but you have to remember, I was twenty two years old. Yeah, we're okay. okay. Yeah. I'm sitting it's a, down. It's a, it's a learning. I mean, it was, it's it was a complete. <laughs> it was a complete. Like you're like, it's a learning experience. So we've got a couple of other questions. Um, Ninette asks, do brokers get their commission from the dealer or That's does it question. come out of the down payment of the client? No. So, Ninette, I'm gonna, I want to make this very... By the way, you know, Ninette's known you for a while, too. Who's uh, she's, She used to play ball. Oh, Ninette. From uh, uh She classics. has two sisters. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I love and Ninette. a brother. Is that Ninette? Two sisters oh, I love and her. a brother. I yeah. love Ninette, bro. She's such a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good question. So I want, to, I want people to understand this, and I'm going to say it again. So uh, when you're buying a vehicle from a broker, you have to sign a broker agreement, okay? There has to be a broker agreement that's signed amongst broker, dealer, client. Right. So brokers can make money in three different ways. So actually, no, two ways. Either they get paid by the dealer or they get paid by by the client up front. So if you get paid by the client, the client needs to sign a form saying that I paid X amount of dollars, it's on a broker agreement, and showing on paper what they paid. But it's not separate from the down payment. It's all inclusive. No, bro. That is, yeah. Listen, it is part of the down payment. Think about this. If you're going to put $2,000 down, my broker fee was $1,000. Let's just hypothetically. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. My broker was $2,000 broker fee, right? And the dealer says, hey, collect it from the client. If a $1,000 broker fee is already in there, I'm going to tell the client, you're going to give me two grand, a thousand to me, thousand to them. Why? Because thousand dollars is my broker fee and thousand dollars is going to go to the dealer. Right. Let's, let's talk reality. But the client is acknowledging that. In the broker. They have to acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah. A lot of these brokers don't understand that if DMV comes knocking on your goddamn door, says, show me your broker d- deals, show me your broker agreements and you don't show it, they'll take you to court. Yeah. They'll, they'll hit you with a fine. 
Because your client was not aware of your charge. Brother, you have to tell your client what you charge. You don't got to tell them what you're charging them. You don't, a doctor doesn't tell you what he's charging you. Uh, you know, but hold on. Do, I'll guarantee you this. 90 to 95% of people have no idea what the fuck they're signing when they're signing those papers. You have to break it down. You got to tell them. I tell my clients. Every single one the, of them, the, you the break it down. The broker agreement actually is Listen, probably very... It's bomb. the very All most you know, simple thing. It yeah. is very simple. But you know what it is? Majority of the time, like, with, bro, with, with, my, with my brokers, it's more of a, tell me where to sign. I'll sign it. I trust you. It's you know fine. why? Because that's your problem. Well, it's a trust thing. I trust okay, them. Cool. Yeah, but don't you want to know where it's going? Listen, you know, a, guy Into the like, mic. a guy like you, you're like, bro, make your money. As long as I'm happy with my payment and you take care of me, I'm happy with it. Yes. Right? You know what the problem with co- consumers is? Why are you making that much money? Who gives a Why? shit? Why are you no. counting my money? Yeah, but you see, the thing is you're saying that. Consumers don't say it. As soon as the consumer knows that, oh, you're making 500 bucks, or why are you making $500? All you did was make a phone call. It's not a phone call. It's, it's the a relationship, years yeah. of relationship of connections that has built me to become where I'm at today yeah. to give you what I want. Yeah. If you're really going to sit there and to judge give you what you want. Not ex- give, meaning give you what I want. Give me what you want. It's like that story. It's like that story of I'm Boeing. I'm like having a conversation with you. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. <laughs> Have you heard of that story of the Boeing where where the engine of one of these Boeings doesn't work? And the all engineer? These, with yeah, cadmium? All these, yeah. <laughs> all these young mechanics are working at it and engineers and stuff they can't figure it out so they got called this old school retired guy yeah he comes in he looks at the engine he's like cadmium basically <laughs> he goes into the engine he takes a hammer and just hits it on a particular spot boom everything works he sends an invoice for 50 grand they look at it they're like what the fuck is he charging this 50 <laughs> Why grand <laughs> yeah and on the invoice it says hammer 50 dollars <laughs> Knowing where to hit the hammer, forty nine thousand nine hundred fifty. That's basically what it is. Yeah, but that's where experience comes into play. That's like, see, that's what, that's that. This is what the consumers. One of my clients, and I'm, I charge him five grand. Yeah, oh, straight out, I charge him five thousand dollars on a G wagon. Yeah, on top of the four hundred thousand markup <laughs> from the dealership. <laughs> No, no, but listen, I charge him five grand. And I'm, I, and I'm very, I'm going to be very, like, I'm very honest about it. Yeah, she seriously. Hey, but you know what the funny thing is? They're you know how many of them have come back? No, bro, man. Bro, they're paying for bro, it. Bro, hold on. I'll well, yesterday one crashed into this salon on Glen Oaks. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and it's, it, you know what's sad, bro? Ani the insurance to, doesn't cover it. Ani listens to our podcast as well. Which Ani? It's the owner of uh, the... Oh, that that of, salon? Of the, well, not the, it's not only the salon. So... Yeah. Ani, who owns, who, who it's that IV company. It's uh, I forgot what the name was again, but she owns an IV drip company, Ani Sinanian. Oh yeah, so with, with her husband. With her uh, husband, Art. Art, yeah. So they did the bro. I swear to God, like it's it's when they say like timing is everything. They did the grand opening the night before with a bunch of people in front of the place. Their place is there, right there. It's right next door to it, and, it, and they did the grand opening, and then the next day the G wagon drove oh. into it. That sucks. So it's like, wow. it's like you do the grand opening and now you got to do the grand closing. But it's it's grand remodeling. Grand remodeling. Wow. But it's 
you look at the. Did you guys see the video footage of that shit? I have. I, I did, didn't yeah. even know about it. Okay, so basically, what happened was, I'm gonna take. A, is this like a Glendale story? I'm gonna take. No, it's a Burbank story. Right <laughs> here, up the street. I'm gonna take a pee break while you share the story, yeah, and then we'll get to Levick's question. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll get into Levick the car car question? market as well. But yeah, so uh, two nights ago, uh, a G wagon on the on the uh, intersection of I believe, uh, I think it was Magnolia and let's call it Glenoaks, right in front of that mobile gas station. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, from what the footage looks like, the video looks like, he blew a red light, he, cl- he slammed into two cars, and he drove straight into a, a beauty salon. Was that the had guy been sober? There. Details will be out soon. But uh, fu- he literally, he, dr- he drives straight into a beauty salon, and right next to the beauty salon is... Uh, Ani's and Art's uh, IV drip company, which they just opened and up. And they crashed into it. Straight into it. brand Like a brand new IV Was it a drip. young kid? Again, details, all the details aren't out yet, but from the video footage and all that stuff and from eyewitnesses, young, young kid. On a G63. On a G63. Brand new. What is wrong? Look, Listen, I don't care. What is wrong with people? So, I mean... Like, look, listen. It, like, honestly, listen. Listen, I've been young. You've been young. Yeah, of course. You give a child a $200,000 car that's got 500 horsepower. Mark it up. No, no, I'm just saying it. Let's just, it doesn't matter. You got 500 horsepower. Like, what are you thinking? I'm going to show, uh, Armand's seen the video. What is I'm, wrong I'm with going to show you the like, video. What parent, wrong with parents? Yeah, so Armand's seen the video. I'm going to show you the video I right now. I want to see your reaction I've never to seen this. It. So. Are you kidding me? Right into the salon. Are you kidding me? That's like, everybody stopped. Yeah. Uh, so what was he thinking? Like, if he saw all those red lights, meaning brake lights, it's nighttime. He's, he thought he could probably beat the light. What do you mean? They were stopped. No, they were stopped. They, they were stopped. Well, he they was stopped. he was he was going up the street, whereas Glen Oaks is this way. He Correct. was going up the street. So, from from what it looks like on the video, and again, uh, none of us are attorneys. None of us really were there to see what's but going on. But he was on, going pretty fast. He he was going. But yeah, then way again, fast, hold on. Yeah. You put a five hundred horsepower on a child, okay, and you you allow them to get behind the steering wheel, where they're like, oh, I feel rich and I feel entitled, and I got a G wagon in Glendale, Burbank. I don't care what you call it. I'm sorry, man. I'm going to call it what it is. People might not like what I say, but this is what it is. You don't give your 20-year-old or 19-year-old or your 18-year-old a 500 or 600 horsepower, $300,000 car or $200,000 car. You just don't give it to them. Well, I don't I mean, care how much of a good parent you this are. Is, this is a great topic to get into because obviously... Horrible. Um, there's a, there's, uh, we've, had it, we've had it several times as far as with uh, other guests where we talk about privilege... You I'm know, a parent, bro. Your your, ki- your kids and all that stuff, bro. There's so many kids no out way. there that are driving M3s, and no, you know what? No, forget the M3s. The no, M- even the M3s. The, the, three, no way. the M340s, the M M3- 550s. No, it's not gonna happen. Th- that much power for a child? Listen, I don't care. Listen, I grew up when we had street races. Okay, I grew up where we. Valley. Yeah, dude. No, there's Silmar. Silmar. I used yeah. to. I grew up at a time. Well, we used to go 400 people, okay, in our 240SXs, on our 300ZXs, Supras. You know what I mean? Like, these cars did not have 500 horsepower, 600 horsepower. We had 300 horsepower, 280. You got him? And we were doing shoot races. And we saw people. These are the guys. 
In the G-Wagon. God. Listen, honestly, man, I wish, I hope that they're healthy and they're, nothing happened to them. Bro, to, but today, today, sorry, I, I saw a... Uh, Thanks, Sevan, for sharing that, by the way. I Thank saw you. a cop SUV had crashed into a uh, Tesla today. Few hours ago, is that the Tesla's fault? <laughs> it, it, it was this wrapped green Tesla. I don't know how, but anyways, yeah. Look, so when I saw those guys sitting down, the cop was sitting down. They were. It's it just it's it's unbelievable that parents. Um, listen, I get call. I get I get I get calls, and sometimes like this, my daughter's sixteenth uh, birthday. She wants a C fifty three convertible. Why do you need a Hold 53, bro? My my first question to the parent, and listen, it's no, it's not my place to ask, but as a as a human being, and you know, also as as you know, as a car broker, I'm like, as hey, a parent, yeah, yourself, but I, yeah, but I tell him, I said, I said, why do you want the C63, a 43? Well, they want, you know, they love the noise, the pop. I said, okay, um, the payment is going to be fraction of difference of if you twice. got a regular yeah. one what, what do you mean well it's a 1100 payment versus a 600 payment oh really like yeah secondly why do you need all that power oh sh- they love it listen as a broker my job is to sell a car right but it really isn't it's also to make also i want parents i want people to understand that i take it personal when i sell a car to somebody I really do. I kid you not. I've had I've turned away some clients where I felt like it wasn't the right deal. I had I turned out a client that wanted to buy an M3 for his kid that's turning 18. I said, okay, I won't do it. I swear to God, I said, I won't do it. I t- straight told him, I said, I won't do it. He's like, why? I said, because I, he doesn't, he can't, I'm not going to be the person to put an M3 on that kid. I really am not. No. The guy looked at me. He called me six months later. He said, my, daughter, my son totaled the car. I said, is he okay? He's like, you're right. I said, what do you mean? He's like, you're right. That I understand why you didn't want to sell me the car. He's my client until today. And I hope he's listening. I swear to God, I hope he's listening. Persian Armenian guy. Re- Persian Armenian guy. Really awesome guy. He didn't listen to me, bro. He, but his, died, his son almost died. Wow. Literally almost died. Sometimes the parents don't understand. And that... Money's not going to buy the happiness or that car's not going to buy the happiness. They're not going to understand it. You might disappoint your kids with not giving them the car that they want, but they'll understand it later on. If the, you give them an M3 now, what are you going to give them later, bro? Yeah. The argument is, well, I want to put them in a safe car. Of course, but... That's not a well, safe car. So get it's the, not a safe car when it's got... a regular 3 Series. Well, if you like the 3 Series, so get many accidents series. that are happening right now with young kids dying because the cars nowadays are so powerful. They, they truly are. Bro, the, a, a regular Camry today is faster than a Super from the 90s. It is. Zero to 60, it is. It's faster. Yeah, but like, you know, the funny thing is, the kids, they're entitled now. There's this whole thing of entitlement that people are like, I'm entitled for a 330. I, I don't want a 330. It has to be a 340 with a pop, 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 pop noise. It's like, bro, with a, like, you can do pop, 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 pop when you're on the toilet. You don't need it on the <laughs> <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I hear I get these calls all the time, yeah. and it's and, and it's weird because I turn down money because it's easy sale. I'd rather not do it. It just doesn't make sense. Again, it doesn't make sense for me to do it 
it's, just for the money. It, it, it doesn't. It, it's sad. It's sad that and no, it's, but a, I've had arguments with people about yeah, it where they go. Being as a broker, that's my income, right? That puts food on my table, right? I won't do it. Yeah. I oh, just no, won't. I've, it just doesn't make bro, sense. I've for had me. I've had arguments with people where you know. What happened? It's what happened? What happened? <laughs> it fills up from, from the, the bottom. bottom. It's yeah. like it's like you're at the wind. From yeah. the bottom, the waterfall comes out. <laughs> but no, uh, you are no I've, I've had arguments with people where they say, you know, my my 16, my 17 year old wants a uh, an M340 M package, and I go, well, what did you tell him? Well, I told him, you know, we'll look into it. I'm like, no, you're a moron. That's what you are. You're a moron for even. Giving them the slightest hint that you're you're going to about it, considering that you're, it, you're consider it, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, bro, go get them a used absolutely. car, let them beat it up, let them learn how to drive because that's what it is. You're learning how to drive. Yeah, let them beat up the car, let them let them basically go bump it into uh, sidewalks, into borders, into this and that, where it won't be a big burden for you when he comes home and there's a big scratch on the back do of his know, bumper. Do you know why? Because money has no value nowadays. Oh, it's okay. Daddy will fix it. Mommy will fix it. I don't mean to put male and female cross, but our parent, the parents will fix yeah. it. And it's because money has no value anymore. It really comes down to, oh, don't worry, we can afford it. We got money. And it's not about the money. No, no. And look, be. again, in my business, my job is to sell a car. But if my job was to sell a car, I'll go work at a dealership. I'll be a salesperson. You'll be a customer. Not a client. A true client is when you care about them, you provide the pri- right service to them, and you're there for them for the right reasons, and you're going to be there for the rest of their life because you're building a... The difference between a client and a customer is a lifetime versus thank One you, time. shake my hand, yeah. call it a day. If you want to be my c- customer, don't call me. If you want to be my client, please call me. That's how I am. And the funny thing is my clients never leave me. My customers have always left me. Because yeah, if somebody offers a little bit less or something, oh, yeah, listen, they'll, they'll leave. It, that's like that's like to put it in a very ugly way. It's like you're dating somebody and somebody has somebody else looks a little a little prettier, so you leave the girl you're with. Like yes. you don't do that if you can't if you have commitment issues, you got to deal with it with yourself. But at the same time, when when you build a relationship, like I'm sure, like he understands. He, you know, you're in the, you're you're in the business where you're building that relationship. I'm sure your clients you've built a relationship with are always there for you. They refer people to you because they're like, he takes care of me. He's there for me for, for the right reasons. Even if they want to sell their property or they want to refinance or if they're going no, to they, try to they buy only refer to him because he's friends with me. That's, 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 that's the only reason why. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to my change. life is where it is because of this. There gentleman we go. Right we got you, the, we, we, now now we do. You want to succeed in life. Be friends with Armand Hopat, and so then everything else will basically. <laughs> but let's so talk about the future. Who, hold on, but whose handbrake did you pull while it was raining? Oh, is that Artin Sarkisian? Yeah, it is. Is that Art, yeah, my boy? Is, oh is. my God! Artin so, Sarkisian. Speaking of doing Art, stupid shit when you were young, is that real estate Artin? Yeah, it's real estate uh, Artin. So listen, you guys know him as real estate Artin. Artin, I know him as my boy Art. Art and I go way back, partying, high school, Hoover, like. I love this guy. So tell so, us why you almost so killed me and both Art, of you guys. <laughs> okay. You guys want to know the truth? Art, I'm going to blast this out for you. I so, think, Mez, you've been friends with everybody in Glendale. I know. But okay, and then so part of, a lot of people. Burbank, La Crescenta, La Cunada, Pasadena. I know a lot of people. Everybody in Glendale. I know a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and I hope, it, uh, you know, 
Some like you, some don't, some whatever the hell it is. It doesn't matter. So tell us how you almost killed both of you. So me and Art are driving. It's rainy day. Uh, <laughs> he's like, my handbrake doesn't work. <laughs> he keeps telling me his handbrake doesn't work. I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't work? I, of course, I said, of course it works. He's I, like, it I doesn't work. We're driving. I pull the handbrake and I hold it up and we start sliding and we crash into a house. Corner of, uh, I'll tell you, was it? Myrtle or Milford or Myrtle. You crash Myrtle. into a house? Bro, we crash into the backyard of the house. And he looked at me like, it works. I'm like, no shit, it works. <laughs> but like, I think he was implying something else. No, our, he kept saying his handbrake. You thought work. he literally meant the handbrake. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. Art's <laughs> uh, like, hey, my uh, handbrake doesn't work. Hold like, on, let me see. Hey, <laughs> bro, me and Art have so many stories. Take your pants off. But that, I will never forget that day. When he kept saying my handbrake doesn't work, I said, "What do you mean it doesn't work?" I said, "It works." I pull the handbrake and I hold it up, and it and we start sliding See, sideways. This is this is why you don't get your yeah. kids an M three, M three or an M four. This is a this is a nineteen eighty this is a nineteen eighty nine Honda Accord that oh, he's talking Jesus about. Jesus Christ! Hey guys, and again, this was in 1996. Can I give a dating tip right now because this reminds me. Please of a go dating ahead. Tip. Yeah, guys, when you're dating a girl. You're driving to your date. On your way back home, tell her your handbrake doesn't work. See what happens. Maybe she'll pull the handbrake. If she asks you what a handbrake <laughs> is, dump her. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of comments and questions yeah. we've got to get to. Because well, we're, we're a lot. The thing is, uh, for uh, for those of you tuning in, guys, we're gonna get into the how, the car market. It's so two hours and we still haven't. I know, seriously, it. guys. Okay, we're gonna is get it, it, is it. Hold on, is this a good talk show or what? Of course, is this yeah, becoming? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we're good. We're are good. we getting no. a? Are so, we? Yeah, I mean, guys. Uh, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna get into the car market, but uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, and all the other channels because we're on multiple channels right now. Uh, like, share, yes, give us a thumbs yes. up, show us some love, guys. Uh, we're gonna jump into the car market and what the yeah. hell is going on with. Uh, uh, seven hundred, yeah, eight hundred dollar. Like, well, look, honestly, there's a lot going on in the car market. And I can't wait till we get into it because yeah. I want people to understand. I truly want people to understand. It's not the chip shortage that they're all talking about. There's more into detail. Okay, we'll get it. into it. We'll get into it. Levick, by the way, Levick. Arno and Levick have been saying yeah, ask questions. Levick had a great question. He says, um, uh, "Mesrop, what do you think is the best quality car long term?" And then he wanted my opinion as well. I think that's going to be a really unique conversation. Maybe we could push that off a little bit, because that oh, that's, we that's, can talk about that for. I think I think that's a topic that we can actually go into detail about. Yeah. Because if I I can't just name it. Yeah. I think it's something that we can we'll, address to it. But please, that's let's we'll get to that, that towards the end. Yeah. We'll yeah, get to that towards that the end. Yeah. That definitely. And then would. Arno was asking in 2012, I leased a Tahoe. Returned my lease three years later. Uh, four months passed. Chevy sent me a five thousand dollar check. He still doesn't know till this day why. Um, Hold on, what? So That's he leased the car in two thousand twelve. After three years, he returned it. Okay. And then he received the five thousand dollar check from Chevy. So did Arno ever follow up why he got a five thousand dollar check? No, I think he just cashed it in. Well, because you're Armenian. Because <laughs> if you were American, you'd call say, hey. I'm sorry, you gave me free money. Why? Greg says, Arno, did you trade the car in and get in a new Chevy? Maybe there was a... But he said he his lease is up. Yeah. 
he must have returned his car. He says, no. I don't think, maybe, maybe, I, I don't think so. I think he returned his car. There has to be some kind of catch there or some kind of a, listen, guys, there's a lot of mistakes that happen in dealerships that I've seen people get checks. And I've seen it actually where people get checks or certain things happen that is, uh, it's just, you know, human, human error. But I don't know what this, what it would have caused. I don't know. So, um, <laughs> maybe we should order <laughs> abiding in truth. Order things. a pizza? You hungry? No, bro, not at abiding all. in <laughs> truth. Things I should go on e- easy with uh, Damien. Oh, oh, Demil. Oh, Demil. No, Demil is not young. He's just um, he has a special feeling towards Edgar, which I I respect. Well, what's understand. going on with Edgar? Well, I haven't met Edgar. I don't know Edgar. Ed's, Ed's, Ed's on vacation for two weeks. Ed, I wish you all the f- best, bro. Enjoy you. yourself. Good. That's it. Simple as that. He's so on vacation for two wh- weeks. He's got wow, John if finally this was, decided if, to show up. Yeah, if this, was two, if this was a year ago, people would say, oh, two weeks? COVID? 14 days? Oh, flatten Dad, the curve? Ed, you're in trouble. <laughs> John, what are you drinking tonight? That's what I want to know. What are, what I don't are give we a fuck about today? your opinion. Hold on. Can we show with what cars? we're drinking? Abelour 12. Abelour. Abelour. Allowed. By uh, the way, Metro the way, brought actually an amazing. Actually, I didn't. My girl bought that. Metro's girl brought uh, or suggested she, he bring she su- the. Uh, she suggested it. Yeah, yeah. Glenlivet twelve. But since we have so many open bottles here at the studio, yeah, bro, we, we gotta, said, Mez, you I, mind? I don't know. I I personally because tomorrow I, I'm going to take this to my in-laws. Well, can I pay on, can I be <laughs> with the Ferrero Rocher so that he's had his fridge? Very 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 honest with you guys. I didn't know that I was drinking aloud on this. I really didn't. Into, into, the into the mic into so they could hear. Sorry, I was going to go on the side and take a little shot of my own. You, no way. Jim, uh, no, because I yeah. couldn't find anything else. Look at this guy. He thinks he's yeah. on a fucking Southwest <laughs> No, no, flight. no. But listen, I was like, you know what? What's wrong with I you, have, man? I'm like, I was like, you know, I'll just take a little shot really? and call yeah. it a day. But really? I'm like, all right, forget it. Maybe not. Because if I knew you guys were going to drink, I w- what would I'm you, a scotch what you, collector. Okay. I collect scotch. What were you going to bring? Oh. Maybe I would have brought Put them on one of my spot. favorites. What is yes. it? One of my favorites yeah. would have been probably Oban 18 or 21. You, you can drop it off next Monday. I'll we'll bring it tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, 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 That's one of my favorites. <laughs> is it? Or it would hey have man, been. Don't, don't. We have an Oban 14 over there. Yeah. Oban yeah. 14, you have it everywhere. Yeah. You can get it, but Oban 21, you can't really find a lot of places. Uh, too, too, uh, too, what? too licorice Is it really? Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Either really? that or it's one of my favorites, but what I drink is more, uh, is, I don't like Macallan too much. Are you, are you, are you, do you enjoy your scotch with cigars and stuff as well? I'm a huge cigar smoker. You're a cigar smoker. I, big time. Really? I'm a, there you go. I, I love cigars. People wanted us to share the video on the screen of that crash. Can I we can't. Do that? It's on Instagram, bro. On Instagram? Guys, unfortunately, I can't share it because it's on Instagram. But if you guys want to see it, uh, this is what Turn I'll in. do. I'll, if you guys are following the Wise Nuts on IG, uh, when I post, post the daily memes tonight, uh, I'll, I'll post that as the first video. Okay, so, let's get rid of that bottle. Which one? This one? Yeah, let's get rid of that. Okay, get rid of it. It's that not, bottle's nothing what, compared to this one. What's the return policy? Is it the same as Mercedes-Benz? My friend, uh, that is just the beginning, and then I will bring you one tomorrow. Okay. And, and one Lexus LPA. 
<laughs> LFA. <laughs> Not LFA. LFA. All right. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, go. Any, anything else before we get into? Uh, well, there's there's a couple of comments where I mean we're going to talk about more of the car enthusiasm realm, but let's talk about what's really going on in the market because everybody's wondering why are we paying five hundred dollars for a Camry? Why are we paying hundred twenty grand over sticker for Got a G wagon? Absolutely. And you know. Absolutely. E- even a basic truck, a work truck you want to purchase or lease. Five, five, five grand over. Doesn't exi- it doesn't exist. So, listen, um, I'm, gonna spe- I'm, I'm going to speak on my behalf. Of, So, I get invited and I, I'm, I'm part, of, part of the back-end deals when we have conversations with general managers. They have... Um, when they have certain calls with manufacturers, I uh, I get the pleasure of sitting in on the calls. Uh, when GM had their uh, team meeting uh, early January, I had the pleasure of sitting in. I was invited, and that for me that shows where I stand as a broker. It's not they don't respect me as a broker, but. I've built a good relationship for me to sit in such meetings because I'm not supposed to be in those. Yeah. Um, so it's not about a. It's not about the fact that there is a shortage on cars only. There is, for some reason, there's a lot of money going around right now. The demand is high. There's a lot of money going around. A lot of people are. It's like almost like people have been. They're like waking up and everybody just buying. And when you have so many buyers and Let's put it this way. If you've closed down a factory for a year, right? And the factory opens a year later. Yeah. They're not producing cars for California only. They're producing cars for the world. Right. Absolutely. Like we forget the concept. People are forgetting that they're they're producing vehicles for the world. For the whole world to produce in different countries. It's not only California. They're so backed up that they can't even make multiple different vehicles at the same time. Let's let's take hypothetically, let's take Toyota. Corolla, Highland, RAV4, Camry, right? Like just yeah. just naming It'd it. Be everyday. Do you think they can make all they're not making all four of those cars at once. They're building sections of each one. 6 months, 3 months of this, 3 months of that. Right. So there's a shortage. But for some reason there's so much money going around right now, and we don't know where it's coming from or how it happened. Obviously, we do know where it's coming from. People are all buying cars all at the same time. What does that mean, same time? What does that, what Bec- does that mean? Because, because, look, the same thing is, similar thing is happening in the watch industry. And I, and I, I was doing some research. Hold on. You're talking about the watch industry? Yeah. I'm in the watch industry. I love collecting watches, and I love watches. You see what's happening with Rolex? Okay. You see what's happening with AP? Okay, so let's talk about Rolex. I was It's the same concept of, if people are tuning in and it is the same concept we're going to talk about. What's happening in the watches with cars is the same thing. So so Rolex, for example, I I I know a lot of uh watch dealers, even authorized Rolex dealers. dealers and, of course. And a few weeks ago I was in Miami, walked into a um Rolex mm-hmm. d- dealer. Everything was exhibition only, which means it's just there for show. Absolutely. 
Now, and then and I had this discussion and I did some research. So Rolex does about 800,000 to a million watches a year. Were, not anymore. They still are. No, they're not. In 2021, that's what they did. Yeah, but you're talking about all, are you talking about every single brand or are you talking about a certain? No, no, Rolex. Yeah, but how many watches? That's what I'm saying. 800,000 to a million in yeah, 2021. Yeah, how many different watches are they making? The 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 models are haven't changed up. It's still the Datejust and Submariner and Oyster, the Yachtmeister Presidential yeah, but you know, Oyster. But you know what they're doing too is you have so many buyers right now that the are demand is high because where is the money coming from? Where is the money coming? Everybody has money right now. Everybody's buying. Everybody's buying stocks. They're buying cars. They're buying houses. So then it's not they're that buying, production is low. No, it's that it's, the demand it's is not, high. See, this is what this is what I'm trying to make people understand. It's not truly the production. It's there are way too much the money right now that's going okay, around. So going back to Toyota, I remember Longo's motto. They were the they have the largest inventory. Right. You know how many cars they have actually in stock? So this was their advertisement. Their their slogan was if Longo doesn't have it, then Toyota doesn't Absolutely. carry it. Absolutely. Go to you've been have you been to their lot? They have like fourteen cars. Longo's my look, listen. <laughs> Andy Wong, I'll put it out there. Andy Wong is one of my best friends. And okay. Andy Wong is? Andy Wong is one of the biggest fleet managers of Longo. Longo, okay. He's the main guy. He's one of the largest guys. Um, he is an amazing human being. Him and I, we golf together. So it's we're not business partners. We're friends. Yeah. There's a difference here. You know what I mean? A lot of my people that I work with, I golf, we smoke cigars, we go track time, we, we do things personally. Our families meet. Yeah. I'm very personal with my the guys. Yeah, that you, you, build a, you build a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Them. For me, it's a family we're in. And you check their handbrakes. Beyond, bro. <laughs> they check my handbrake, I change their oil. We call it a day, you know. It is what it is. Giant as long as we're not, we're not swapping wives and stuff like that. We're not, we're not at that level. Jesus you Christ. Yeah, you're not wearing a pineapple it is shirt. It is. But, you know, we only share cigars. <laughs> we don't. We don't share wives. You're wearing pineapple I, shirt. I'm not married, so I could say that. But, uh, but in reality, is, uh, dude, I was I was at his lot two weeks ago because I did I was doing two hybrid deals with him at Corollas and at Camry. You have to pre-order a Corolla three months in advance. Uh. A Camry a month or two months in advance. Do you understand how weird that is? Camry is a common spoken name in a family, like a household, where it's a, it's a normal car. Like you're like, oh, there's so many Camrys in the world. No, but, there isn't. But put into perspective okay, what Longo you, Toyota is. Because Longo Toyota... Longo just, Toyota carries over... They usually carry over, I would say, five to 7,000 cars. In stock. In stock. Right. You know how many cars they have? Last week? A few hundred. 23. Okay, I said 17 earlier. Fuck. I up at you're not, off, my, you're brand not off by much. No, when you go to 23 Longo. brand new cars. 23 brand new cars. I'm talking about every Toyota that's been built. 23. They or have Longo. eight lines. They have eight lines of cars right now. 23 cars. Longo, you got to ride around in the golf cart. That's how big it is. They're huge. I've never been there. You so they have, they have their walk. own exit. Yeah. They have their own exit. Longo, Toyota, and Lexus are together. They are the one of the largest dealers. So there's a, there's 
just like the housing market, there's a there's a high demand, low supply. Okay, so can so I? So it's it's not a microchip bullshit. Thing. So we had a good conversation about. Okay, so three weeks ago, no, sorry, I'll tell you, February, a month ago, I had a really good meeting with good powerful people. Uh, these guys are. I mean, they run the car industry. When I'm saying car industry, they actually run the car industry. Uh, we had a sit down and we were in Vegas and we were talking about what to expect. And it was only, there were like 12 guys. You can call them that these days. Yeah. Bro, okay, these guys are, they're, they're, they will tell you what's going to happen. They run the United States as in what cars are coming in. One thing that they said and that kind of stuck to me is if you don't prepare yourself to dealers, if they're not prepared until 2024 not to have cars, you better stack up on used cars. Until 24, 2024. So about two more years. Yeah. So they're, tell, they're basically saying stack up on used cars because that's where your income is. Until 2024. Stack up on used cars. But isn't that on the used car market? Isn't that where the money's been always for the dealership? No. Look, that that's on there. Aside from service. No, no, no. Look, listen. The new car, the new car market. <coughs> even like, let's say, four years ago when everything was normal, you're selling almost four to five hundred new cars. Yeah, which means you make money on the rebates, not on the. You're right. making money on rebates. You're making money on the back end, on the banking. Yeah. You're also making money on the card. Don't well, think the you're going to money on the card. card they're, they're, they're selling it even below cost they're because, they, because of the rebates. There is money. There is still money. Yeah. There is still money. Don't think there is no money. Of course there's money there. I mean, they're paying their if mortgage. You're, if you're looking at a large scale of, yeah. you know, of two, three hundred, four hundred cars, you're talking, you're still talking about money. Now they're making profit. Now they're marking up cars 20, 30, 40, $50,000, $5,000, dollars per car because they have nothing coming in. You know what's happening with the consumers now? Consumers are like, I'll pay over sticker. Did you notice how they're switching? The guys that were saying, I won't pay more than, if it's not less than, th- if, if you don't give me below invoice yeah. or something, now they're like, I'll pay three grand over. Now I'll pay 5000 over. Why? Like, it's changed. This is going to change the car industry for the next 10 years. Do you think it has anything to do with them wanting to Control? transition to electric vehicles? No. With the gas no, prices? No, 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 no. Irrelevant, irrelevant. No, it has nothing to do with electric cars. Because right now we got it. We got electric cars. We got the e-tron from Audi, right? That just came out, the GT e-tron. Right. Okay, we have the, we have the Taycan or mm-hmm. Porsche, okay? We have well, the ES- Every yeah, manufacturer but not has a, but one. No, hold on, hold on. The Taycan, not everybody could afford that. Hold on. But there is no cheap electric car. Tesla. Okay. But get a, you don't, Tesla can't afford to make the amount of vehicles that they want. I understand, want. but you can't compare a Porsche Taycan to a Tesla 3 or a Tesla absolutely, Y. Or you're a, absolutely right. But you know what the thing is? Even Elon Tusk, Tusk, Musk. Tusk, Musk, Musk, Musk. Musk. Come on, man! You're sitting down with the bro. most elite. You can't get. I'm Listen, sure Elon was in that meeting with you. Elon, even even Elon Musk even stated made this last conversation, uh, and he said that I can't mass produce the vehicles that I want 
to compete with the rest of the dealers. He he made the statement recently. No, correct. But here's the thing with Tesla. There's something about Tesla that just makes it sexy. Yeah. Do you understand? Hold on. Hold on. Have you seen Lucid? Lucid. I own stock in Lucid, so buy your Lucid as well. Uh, And remember, remember what I told you about that. Remember CCIV, dude. When it was Churchill, I was telling these guys about. I said, buy it. It's gonna turn into Lucid. It's gonna split. Absolutely true. Hold on. Let me check the price of that. What was this? Let me ask you a question. Hold on. You said you said something. Nordic. Arno. 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 Burgen. Burgen. I'm gonna call you Bobkin. Bobkin. Same case, Bobkin. Is that sexy, right? Yes. Have you ever? I want you to name the kind of cars that Tesla has. I know it's a sexy. Okay. The S, the three, which is reversed. The X, which is the SUV. The yeah. Y, which is the midsize. Okay. Elon Musk knew what he was doing, marketing-wise, but he wasn't prepared for how big he was going to get in the car market because he transitioned to the rocket world. Elon Musk can't make enough cars. Yes, you're right. Does he have the cars to give you the prices for you? Of course. But he also has the CarMax mindset. Am I right? Yeah, he has a CarMax price. He's, he's going to be recycling a lot of these cars. Of course. But do you know... But Okay. How but much does it cost, how much is it, does it cost for you when the batteries go bad? I have no idea. I'm not a mechanic. So, so okay. If, if, we, if we're going to discuss that, then tell me why... Tesla's valuation is more than the top 10 car manufacturers combined. You've got, number one is who? Is it VW that owns everybody? VW you, owns Bentley, Rolls-Royce. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Audi. Has Audi. Has Porsche. Uh, VW is one of the largest. Absolutely. Right. If you look at VW, GM, Toyota, any any. You combine all of them, mm-hmm. they don't equate to what Tesla's value is today. Okay, are you talking about value or are you talking about market how many value? Sales? Market value. No, because, you can't. because if you look at if you look at the number of sales, right? The comparison was and I remember I did this breakdown a few months Tesla ago. Tesla doesn't come close to how many cars it sells. You don't so have what to. what VW does. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah, but, but look even, at how many... Even, the pro- even, even... You know Elon Musk loses money on every Tesla that he sells almost? He doesn't make profit on it. But look at it this way, man. But hold he on. doesn't make profit on the cars that he sells. Okay, I get it, but hold on. VW owns multiple cars, right? Yeah, Vil- multiple. He right. does. But if you yeah. if you base it just off of VW, Tesla's destroying them. If you base it based off of just Te- Porsche, Tesla's destroying well, them. Tesla's at one point two trillion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What so is now? Again, Tesla, who's number uh, VW? Hold on, hold on. VW. Hold on. Right. VW. Of what? What are you looking at? That market cap. Oh. Hundred and ten billion. You see the big difference, bro? Yeah, but Tesla itself, you Bro, we're talking about three we're talking about three more zeros next to that. Toyota is about three hundred billion. Yeah. I understand, but Tesla itself, what Elon Musk has done, nobody can multiply nobody can do what he has done. What was one of the first companies Elon Musk opened up? I don't know. I PayPal. 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 Yeah, actually, look what right. the PayPal. fuck this guy did. He yeah. revolutionized. He's a genius. Of course he is. He's bro, listen, bro, Elon this Musk g- is a genius. He knows what he's done. He, kn- bro, the guy is. If if we get rid of a, a, somebody like him right now, we jeopardize our future. If we get rid of a guy like him, we jeopardize our future. He is the he is the future of humanity. In my, this is me. He's he's a. 
Let's, let's, let's of, not call him the future of humanity. Is, That's bro, kind he, of he's, he's, he's an he's, intricate no, component. He's, 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 a, he's, he's a, very, a true one percenter. He, okay, but how many one percenters are there? Not even that. No. I guess. Okay, I, it's one point one. But see, like what my you being a car guy, me my concern is this: you're saying. Elon Musk is losing money every time he makes he a car. So how? Why is Tesla continuing to grow? Why is he going because, into the space because, industry? Because listen, Tesla has already paved the way of electron electric cars. Okay, he, he has, he's mastered it. Now everybody's trying to catch up to Elon Musk. Everybody is. Porsche is trying to. Audi's trying to. Mercedes is trying to. Toyota's going to try. How to. many people do you think are on a wait list for a Model Three, a Model Y, or even compare. a Plaid? It has no, no. Look, no, the, the no. stock value of there Tesla no has to, to do with Elon Musk's ingenuity. I get That's it. That's it. No, it has nothing no. to do with production. What I'm saying is, you and I Tesla can is more cars than Tesla. What I'm saying is, if Tesla is losing money every time they're making a car, correct? How are they? How are they? How are they standing? Sustaining? Yeah. Okay, listen. And mind you, they're, the they're, guy. And the, and they're, the guy and is worth. Hold on. How? What is he worth? Three hundred. Three hundred trillion, billions, billions, bro. billions, trillions of dollars. Listen, Elon oh, Musk no, has so no, much money. Trillion, no, I know, bro. Billions. I'm, I'm throwing it out there, not, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 globe, the company. <laughs> global not, GDP is ninety-five trillion. No, no, but, yeah. but I'm just putting it out there because he's at a ridiculous amount of numbers. The guy has so many things that he's putting into. It's not just Tesla. Well, he's he, got. He's he's the only person who's built. Four, I think now he's building his fifth multi-billion billion dollar, dollar company. company. Okay. Okay. And the other day I posted something which was fucking insane when I thought about it. I'm not you know, giving myself fellatio. I'm just saying there's a company called BlackRock. I haven't heard of it. Asset management company. I don't know. Okay. So I looked up what's the global GDP, global, worldwide. I'll tell you right now. Ninety-six trillion nine last year. Is it that year. much? Yes, ninety-six trillion. Uh huh. Okay. You know how much Black Rock has under management? Eighty-four trillion, by the way. No, twenty-one. It was ninety-six trillion. No, it's eighty-four. Well, I'm sorry. As of twenty twenty, as of twenty twenty, it's eighty-four yes. trillion. It you're right. 20, it probably yeah. It you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably went up another trillion. You know how much Black Rock manages? No, I have no idea. Ten trillion. So that's, imagine that. That's crazy. Ten trillion, bro. That's crazy. One company manages ten percent of the global wealth. Yeah, but that's crazy. Ten trillion is way beyond Russia, Canada. Yeah, but all the countries except for China and US. Yeah, but what are you, what are you doing with all that money? Well, no, it's assets under management. Yeah, it doesn't mean like they don't yeah, have well, that but much what are you doing with all that power? Well, like like that, see, that massive power well, that you have. What are you doing? You with You know it? what they're doing. Part of the reason why the real estate market is fucked is because of companies but, like BlackRock and um, what's the other one? Uh, with the what are they? What kind of the, impact are they making in the real estate company? Because I don't. Know they're, real estate. they're fucking buying everything. Know. They go into these poor housing markets, buy everything, bankruptcy, short sales, ROEs. Even though are they doing red REOs, tape sales? Are they buying red tapes too? Uh, like anything? Uh, what's the other one with the V? Fuck. Um, I, I don't understand. Vanguard. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they're buying a lot of foreclosures, a lot of... Vanguard. Then, that, and they're that, buying neighborhoods at a time. Is that like yes. a red tape? Yes. Is that like the... Imagine neighborhoods at a time. Yeah, they're buying it? neighborhoods at a time. Basically, so they'll, like they'll go... Zip codes, like red tape. Well, 
uh, zip zip codes is kind of pushing it. It's more of like uh, they'll go into a certain and again this this is certain demographics, certain neighborhoods where uh, people are basically on their last leg. Okay, and they'll go in and they'll go boom, 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 one at a time, and you'll just take them out. They'll demo and then they'll they'll Got rebuild it. again. It's Got it's it. kind of like a reset All reset right. for them. That, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So, so what, when you think about when you put these numbers into perspective, you realize like what you're dealing with twenty dollars here. I want to save thirty five dollars. <laughs> Fucking guy controls ten trillion dollars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. We're sitting here digging around about how much is the Camry? Four seventy-five. If you give for yeah, four sixty-eight. Look, listen. Everybody, everybody's got I, their own. I, load. I understand. I, I look. I'm, like I said, I may negotiate the shit out of five dollars and then write a ten thousand dollar check without. But that's see, that's the problem. Hold on. Why are you negotiating to write a ten thousand dollar check? You know what? No, no, no. Why? No, no. It's two different things. Hold on. Why? One is. If I'm dealing with, for example, if I'm dealing with T-Mobile, for example. No, no, no I'm talking I'm, about cars. Forget T-Mobile. No, anything. If I'm dealing with Spectrum, which is my internet provider, T-Mobile, which is my company's wireless provider, I'm going to fuck them over for $10 a month. Well, why? Because it's it's service. It's, 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 yeah. it's the service, bro. But, but the, no, it's the I service. Know, but hold but on. What service? What is wrong with the service yeah, that you want to you want to screw them over? No, for? no, no. It's, it's more not screwing it, them no, over. No, it's not screwing yeah, them yeah. over. It's look at it this way. Listen, if, you're if, never if, screwing them over. Hold on. They're always winning. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Of course, exactly. Here's they're the always thing. Winning. With I, I think you and I are on the same page with that. Like if no, it's not, I'm not on. I'm the same page as you guys. Yeah. But I want to know the. I want to understand. It's a gratification thing, bro. It's a fucking ego thing. Hundred percent. Hold on, hold on. You said it though. It's about. The gratification. Yes, because you know why. Oh, wait, ego wait but do you know why though? Do you know why? Because let me put it to you this way. I, I, I'll guarantee you there's so many families out there where they'll put like their spectrum, their AT&T, their Verizon on the an auto bundle deal. On a, no, no, no. They'll put it on an <laughs> auto pay system yeah. Yeah, and they won't even blink. Don't ever, fu- and don't ever yeah. do that. Yeah. And they'll basically don't get charged. They won't see it. Uh, eventually, yeah, they'll catch on to it. Eventually, they'll catch on to it. But when they catch on to it, often like six, seven months, you know they pay the problem with people right now? But, for me, but for me, my, my utility bills, my yeah. phone, all that stuff... I want to see what that bill is before I... It. Yeah. And if for any reason, Charter gives me shit on my internet where my internet's slow that month, I'm going to call them up. I'm be like, you guys you guys screwed it up. And <laughs> if I get 20 bucks out of it, it's not about the 20 bucks. I can, it's I can the give principle. Two. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, Listen, it's always about the principle. But, but see... It, it's always about the principle, and I agree with you guys 110%, because I fight for nickel and dime when it's principle involved. Because at the same time, if I'm paying for something, I want the fucking service. Yeah. If I'm paying for something, I want the broker to do it. If I'm paying for something, I want my real estate agent to fucking work his ass off and do it. As long as I'm paying for it, it's the principle. There's value if you put, um, here, in your example, if you put value to yourself. If I'm paying you, I have an expectation. But then again, you also have an expectation of me. Not everybody's like that. There's people where you buy a mouse, they, they stick their hand down, they say, well, okay, you, made, you made, you made X what's amount of dollars, half? what's, my, what's you, my cut? You know what you do that? You know what you, see, that's the difference. I, that's where I come up as an a-hole, and I tell them to shove that up their butt. And the reason why I do it is because I, I know my value. If you can't value what I'm bringing to the table... Don't call me. Don't work with me. Yeah. I don't need you to work with me at all. Inshallah. 
Charles like, Arnold calls Charlie to negotiate. But it's on Spectrum. Not realizing it's Spectrum. You're right. I've, it's been charter for so long when they went to Spectrum. I still call it charter. Really? I still call it. I, go, I, I tell them, I go, the charter bill come in? You want to die? Oh, go ahead. Are you going to use it? You, you yeah, use it? He's going to go take a short bathroom break. Andre, actually, I didn't, you know, I, I have the hats I have. I, I haven't purchased myself. It's, um, you know, being a celebrity, people buy it for you. So, Thanks to my cousin Nando, he got me this hat. Uh, I found a website. I think I think it was called um, uh, AzadMart.com. Um, it was like seventy-five dollars for this hat, but I didn't pay for it. My cousin gifted it to me. Thank you, Ando. Six ten. What's the six ten for? Where's the six ten? I don't know. It's right in the middle. Six hundred and ten. You know, you know, the first time I found out about this was. I don't know if this was real or it was Photoshop. It was Cristiano, uh, uh, Cristiano oh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo was wearing a uh, like a uh, yeah yeah the Armenian jumpsuit. jumpsuit yeah. yeah, it's the same brand. Oh, is it Azad yeah. Mart? Which again, I don't know if that was Photoshop or not. I'm not going to claim that. I don't have Ronaldo's following or his influence by any means, but yeah, I'm close. But uh, John and Nina, they're saying Marcus Cable. What the hell is Marcus Cable? Is it is was it was it Marcus Cable prior to being called Charter and Spectrum? Is that what it was? Marcus? I have no idea. Marcus Cable. I've never heard of Marcus. I've never heard of it either. Arnold Asma, can I have my shirt I bought eight months ago? How many times Hold have on. I texted you to come pick up your fucking shirt? He still hasn't picked it up. No. Arnold, where I'll grab it today. I'll go yes. I'll drop it off with him tomorrow. The one time he wanted to see me was he's like, Oh, you're in Miami. I was gonna do something. Arnojan, you know my schedule. You see it. Don't make arrangements when I'm out of town. I'm uh, here. Arno, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll grab it and I'll, I'll meet you tomorrow and I'll drop. No, it you're not gonna meet him tomorrow. He, he wants to do chorovats and everything. So, oh yeah. shit, like that. Of chorobots. course, yeah. Yep. We're, we're not gonna just I'm give him a chorobots. shirt. Of course you are. You should try Rudolph's chorovats. <laughs> yes, I'm a vegetarian. No, I'm not. What? No, I'm not. No, you're a veg- I don't, eat, I don't eat red meat. You don't eat red meat? No, I don't. The hell's wrong with you? I just don't. Steak? Um, once in a while, I like. I you know, that steak is red meat. Once in a while, no, once in a while, I do. Lamb? No. Really? So what, no, you eat what? Fish and chicken? I, I'm a fish guy. Yeah, I eat Pescatarian? fish. What's no, your favorite I'm not. fish? It's, listen, so for me, I, I have a cholesterol thing. It's like a, it's like a. Everybody does. No, no, no. Well, everybody has fatty liver, cholesterol. Yeah, but borderline diabetes. No, none of those. Okay. I'm very If you're a fish guy, tell right. me your favorite fish. My favorite halibut. That's your favorite. That's my, your favorite one of my halibut? favorite fi- hal- one of my favorite fish. Can you make it yourself though? Of course I can. How do you make it? My halibut? Yes. It's very well, it depends if I do it on the fire or I do it actually in the oven. Depends on how you're going to cook it. Cuz if I do it in the oven, I have a different way of fl- uh, flavoring it such as I like to put mint and a lot of people don't put mint. mint. On, yeah, believe mm-hmm. it or not. So I put mint. I put a um, little bit of sea salt. I put red pepper. I also uh, put um, ginger powder. I put a little bit of ginger powder. On a halibut. Yeah, on yeah. a halibut. Yeah, trust Interesting. me. Try it and I'll tell you. And I like to put but it. But what do you like about the halibut, though? Just the texture of it. 
It's a white fish, though. I know. Have so you? Have yeah, you but ha- if you flavor it properly, if you flavor it properly, and you it has the right seasoning on it, and you have the right side dish that goes with it, which for me it's most likely it's uh, salad, and I like to do my salad with uh, with arugula, cucumbers, avocado, <laughs> tomatoes, onions. Lemon, onion. Oh, I see you cooking on Facebook oh, I love all the cook. time. Yeah, I, I, uh, cooking is one of my passions. It's, it's a very big passion of have mine. You, have you tried making chile and sea bass instead of? I halibut? have actually. Which one do you prefer? Halibut. Halibut. For me, I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's just fine. my to go. My favorite fish is branzino. I love branzino. I no, love hold branzino. On. Well, that was what I was gonna get to. I branzino. make branzino. Wild branzino. Though. Hold on, I was gonna get to that. What do you mean wild well, branzino? Not farmed. Now for why would you get farmed? Farm Brazino is the best. Again, yeah. again, there's people that, for example, even salmon. I don't know how the hell people eat farmed salmon. No, but you don't. You buy wild always. I don't know. I have how sa- people right now. My girl, my girls. I know it's like way over time. We were supposed to do salmon today. Wild salmon. We got it, seasoned it, ready to go in the refrigerator. And we're gonna actually put it in the. She oven. can cook it and drop it off here. We'll sample it. Yeah, Lynette, if you're <laughs> on it, babe, let's go. No, but. Seriously, Branzino uh, is actually one of my favorites. It, uh, that's why I would, didn't finish. Branzino yeah. is one of my favorite favorites. But you got to make it a, whole. Yeah, that's a delicate. Of course, you got to do it whole, hundred percent. Yeah, but that's a delicate way of cooking it. The way I Deli- do it. Oh, your way. Okay, my way. Because Branzino is the easiest fish to cook. It's white fish. Well, it's not just about being it's white fish. It's don't it's don't no, be it's racist. Not, no, no, it, it, it is a white fish. For for me, Branzino is it's a very again. I don't mean to brash you on the brands. You know, it's a very simple on hum, like very yeah, but on hum. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. Are you hold kidding? On. Have you look? Listen, you on go to hum? a restaurant. It's white you go, fish. Hold on. Bro. You go to a restaurant. What is the one of the most expensive fish that they have usually? I'm not talking about high. Usually, it's Branzino. Branzino as a whole fish. When you order it, it's what's look, probably the most expensive. I made this the other day. All I have on Messier. there is. Quality olive oil and Maldon salt. That's it. Oh, you did it with the whole fish. That's this it. Is great. Just Maldon salt. You'll Potatoes? fucking eat your fingers with Nothing it. Nothing else. No. My boys will each eat one whole fish. That's, That's how good it is. Armand, we gotta do a we gotta do a cook off together, man. <laughs> this, is, like a, this is like a, this is like a cook off. Like it's simple. That night, Branzino. The beauty of Branzino is you just need the right salt. That's it. They so all, what salt do you use? Maldon. Maldon? Maldon is, is like... I know uh, what Maldon is. It's like snowflake. It's flaky. So it sticks to the skin. Mm-hmm. And then you you broil it at the end so the skin is crispy. The, uh, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's, he's drooling. Oh, Arm, he's drooling. He's like... Ar- Armand's going to grab a Big yeah. Mac on the way home. No, I can't. <laughs> and, and you take that crispy skin and you just tear that... Oh, man. It's fucking amazing. Eat it with your, oh, yeah, yeah. You got anybody, who, anybody who takes the skin off of a fish and... and that's why I don't and like broils fillets. it or cooks it. It's the greatest. They're crazy, bro. Why? Just the, just the crispiness oh of that God, skin. Bro. It's like chips, bro. Dude. And when I when I when I uh, like I'm when like, I sear I'm like, it, I'm like, I know we're all fucking I'm like, hungry. I'm like, I'm like when I when I sear fish, even salmon, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I go skin first. Let that skin just turn into have this you guys crispy. Have a, I'm sure you guys you guys catch fish. You guys actually go fishing? I've, Any, I've, I've, I've never caught a fish. No, handful of times I've done it. Yeah. So if you ever guys go to chartering, charter boating, yeah. go yeah. catch fish. So one of the best experiences is actually making the fish on the boat. Making Ca- it or like sushi? sushi Are you talking about mean? the deep sea fishing? So in Newport, we go. We used to go deep fishing 
all the time. Yeah, but I don't consider that like fishing, fishing. Why? But bro, they do everything for you. No, they no, no, them. hell no. You do it yourself. Okay, because the one that I went to, bro, they did everything for you. You just throw no, the line out there. Oh no, no. So we actually fish ourselves. We yeah, catch I've them. never, I've never fished my like. The reason why I was saying I've never caught a fish in my life is yeah. as in like the process of putting the line in, yeah, the putting the, the bait line, in, the rail everything, and all that. casting no, it out, catching it. All deep, ourselves. deep sea fishing when we caught tunas, life like the red, the uh, bloody red tunas that we caught. Mm-hmm. Those I don't consider that fishing. I don't consider myself catching that because I didn't do shit. What I did is I stood there while the boat was rocking. Yeah, he, the guy put the line in, put no, the no, power no, bait, that's not put everything. Fishing, my friend. Yeah, that's not fishing. No. No, I don't even know what the hell to call that. But listen, if you actually experience it and you go catch fish on your own. So there's a, there, there is a place in Newport. Also, uh, San Pedro has it too. That you, you, char- you chart out a boat. You get from friends. Whatever fish you get, they could fillet it for you on the boat. Mm. Any way you want. Sashimi style or cook. Okay. It's part of it. So we went, we do this often, and we go catch fish, um, and we get it, and they fillet it the way we want, and you eat it on the boat. The boys, you got vodka shots. You're getting, you know, you're, you're drinking, you're enjoying the food that you caught, and then whatever fish that's remaining, they actually ice it, they pack it, and you take it home with you. But yeah. it's a great experience. The, it's a there's fantastic There's a lot of uh, yellowfin tuna, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yellowfin Absolutely. tuna is like the majority. I love fish. Be- and the reason why I went this route for myself, actually, is because I, I cut red meat since I found out that I had cholesterol. You cut it out completely, huh? So I just choose when I want to eat it, and I make sure that I eat um, grass-fed, you know. Yeah. The best of the best. Well, and anything, night nah, chicken itself, chicken and pork, which are white meat, are trashiest meat you can have. So you have to make sure you buy right. I like, I'd rather have turkey than chicken. Yeah, turkey's better. I rather right. eat turkey than chicken. But, but most then people again, don't eat turkey guy. every day. I, they well, can't. I, eat, I can eat fish all day. I literally can eat fish all yeah, you day. Gotta, you gotta, yeah. you gotta slow it down on it. Oh though, no, I've, I've, I've checked my mercury. Okay, I'm okay. But obviously, it's all scaled. But nothing is... I like soups, you know. Yeah. The whole Armenian tradition, how we all grew up with our Armenian food. But I think... But I would love to have a nice big steak, but I can't have it all the time that I would love to do it. You know what I mean? I would love to have chorovats. I used to eat chorovats all right off the fire. I, I'm a kind of guy who used to do chorovats back in days. I ate off the grill. I never waited to get to the table. Because by the time we get to the table... You might that as well be cold. Uh, Utalubanchi. Yeah. Utalubanchi, you know what I mean? Like, I would yeah. eat it off the fire, and me and my dad, we used to, like, literally grab it, hot soap, bono, like, spilling. Okay, speaking of your dad, yeah. your dad used to make a potion that I used to buy from him, okay? Well, listen, so you're the speaking f- something. The fact you're, that you're, you say that you're, you have cholesterol, make that fucking potion, bro. It was maldanos, it, it doesn't matter. jalapeno, so garlic, listen, you're one onion, of the few. you're one of the few. Lemon. A lot of right. people don't know this. A lot, lot of people don't know this. You know that, right? A lot of people don't know this song. So, it, 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 irrelevant Into to the that. Into the mic. Irrelevant to that. Dude, I feel like I have to, like I'm giving up. Yeah, I, I used to buy this homemade So, my father his, used to actually, father, yeah. my father used to, my father used to make an amazing juice. My father was diabetic, you know, and he had a lot of, my father was very well known in the Armenian community. Mm-hmm. 
very well known. He was a musician. He was a yeah, yeah. he was a musician. He was a composer, uh, songwriter in like thirteen languages. Holy shit! I'm and not he even was a, He was like a philosopher too. He was a philosopher. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I used to uh, love big him. shoes to fill yeah. for a guy like me. You know, growing up my whole life. Uh, yeah, he he would make he cured and helped a lot of people that had issues growing up or they had diabetes issues, blood pressure, diabetes, many things, by the way, homeopathically, basically. Yeah. Very up it. Yeah. Nobody can explain it. If our mom went through it and I know you drank it, it was amazing. I still follow it and I still make it, but I don't promote it. The reason why I don't is because of all this freaking gimmicks that's going on. And I do it for myself now, for my child, for me. Yeah. And the reason why I do it is because I'm not trying to make money off of it. I'm not trying to promote it. And irrelevant to all that, I still have cholesterol. It, it, it's something that is... A lot of our It's in my do. liver. I can't a even lot go of around it. Do, yeah. That's the reason I got to be cautious of everything that I do. And it's okay. What it's not said, a bad thing. Man. It's actually a great thing because you kind of take a step back and you kind of analyze life. And you're yeah. like... What's really more important? You know what I mean? Is it the food or is it the experience yeah. and the journey of life? Your health. Yeah. And the journey of life because every day is a journey. So let's get back into the car industry. <laughs> we got into fish. Yeah. Let's get in back where it's going to. <laughs> it's like 11 o'clock We at tend night. to digress. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me clarify. I don't know. When I say chicken is questions? trash, yes, I'll tell you why chicken is trash. Chicken the only two brands of chicken you should be eating is Mary's and Jidori. That's it. Every other chicken brand is fucking bullshit. Just like 99% of pork is trash. You might as well eat melted plastic because it's more nutritious than pork. Um, and if, if you want to know more about it, you can contact me di- directly and we can uh, talk about more details because... Tonight was supposed to be about cars, but we talked about Actually, everything. No. Well, we did talk about cars as well. Yeah, we did. And we still have to talk about what is the future as far as in the car market? <laughs> where, where are we headed? Do you think, because a lot of guys I talk to, they're basically saying, especially at dealerships, they say that, uh, bro, everything's going to kind of settle down by, by summer. Listen, look, listen, there's so many things that are happening. There are so many things that are being said that they're saying it's going to settle down. It's not going to settle down. You, you, don't, you don't think by... 2024. What Mock we? my word. 2024. 24? I would say... Mock my word. 23-ish. No? Being no. Doc, it's being documented. 2024. Mock my word. It's, what, in 2024, what's going to happen? It's, gonna, it's actually going to... Until like, to 2024, we're not going to see any kind of stability. We're not going to see any normalism. We're going we're gonna to see markups. We're going to see about the high rises. We're going to see the money factors going up. The residuals might stay the same. And they have been the same, the residuals, if anybody understands. So if people don't understand what a residual is, the residual is, is like... Uh, a lease and buyout, right? Yeah, but the thing is, you're saying it like that, but people don't understand what that means. Sorry. You know, it, no, but you understand it because you understand the concept. Right. So residual is, uh, and I've explained this in the most simplest way, if you have $100,000 and it's 50% residual, you're paying 50% of the... Residual right. value. You're Throughout paying the 50% term of your lease. Correct. Yeah. You're paying 50% of uh, the term and the amount of money you owe. My friend is My making snapper right now. Who's your friend? Oh. Telman. 
That looks Ooh. good. Telman. Telman. Oh, you, what do you mean? You're not inviting? He, We're going he, back to fish again? Pictures, bro? <laughs> you're he, saying he's using fish? his pit boss. Are you serious? Pit boss to uh, smoke. Yeah. Thank you, Telman. Thanks for look, the tease. Resi- so I want people to understand what the residual is. So residual is the percentage of what you're paying of the vehicle's value for the time that you own it. I think that's that's a good way of putting it, well, right? Yeah, residual means that when the dealership bank looks at it, they're like, okay, it's a $100,000 car. The residual is 50000 That means after the term of your lease ends, we can resell the car at fifty grand. That means in that three-year lease term, you have to at least pay that $50,000 difference plus whatever interest cost everything else in between. So the right isn't that what residual means? Tax. No yeah, tax. tax. No tax. Well, you're no paying no residual. What do you mean? No, 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 not on the residual, but on the, your monthly no, payments. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that yeah. has nothing to do with the car value. Yeah. No, no, car value is different. That's a completely different thing. Tax is uh, See the tax <laughs> amongst uh, when you buy and ver- uh, buy versus lease, you pay tax on payment versus the whole Correct. sum of so the vehicle that you're purchasing. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. So so if somebody has a lease today, it's coming up, they have to return the car in two or three months. Mm-hmm. As an expert, as a professional, do you recommend them buy out the lease? Do you recommend them extend the lease? Well, what's your... So that that all comes down to what you're actually looking, what your goal is. Uh, some people are trying to upgrade. Some people are trying to change because people like change. Mm-hmm. They don't want like to. They, they don't like to keep driving the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but then again, it comes down to personality and what their, you know, how their lifestyle is. Yeah. And my recommendation um, would be if you're looking for something that you had three years ago, same concept vehicle, you're not going to find it. Buy out your lease. We'll help you with that. Uh, if not, you have to either learn to adjust to either downgrade. For the same payment, or upgrade your payment for the same car. It, it it all comes down to lifestyle. Are you willing to bend over? Are you willing to bend your lifestyle to your um, income to what you want to spend, yeah. or you want to remain the same lifestyle and pay more money? All right. And and see, you can even look at it this way: go back, look at your financials. Absolutely. Look at what you're spending money on and Absolutely. say, okay, look, yeah, I want to live this a certain lifestyle, quote Correct. unquote, but there's so many things, and I guarantee you 90% of the people that are even watching on YouTube, on Facebook, and uh, all of our other channels, I guarantee you this, there's so many unnecessary things that you can cut out of your life where you could be like, you know what, okay, $5 here, 20 bucks here, 40 bucks So a car is not one of them? Say it again? So is the vehicle not one of them? No, 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 as far as cutting other unnecessary things out of your life in order to, if you're a car person, to oh, continue yeah, yeah. driving that car. Absolutely. That's where I'm going with. If yeah, it, yeah. No, if you look at it that, that way, then yeah, you don't need to drive a certain car. But again, everybody's life is different. But if if you're the type of person that needs a specific car, whether it's for business purposes. It's a lifestyle. Whether, it's a lifestyle, whatever. It's a lifestyle. But there's other things in your life that you can cut out that are unnecessary. Correct. And I go back to saying it all the time, the Crappuccinos. Starbucks. Absolutely. Bro, people are dropping $15, $20 on fucking coffee now, bro. Absolutely. Cut it Absolutely. out. Cut it out. Make your Keurig, make your Nespresso at home, drink the coffee, go to work. 
Remember I was telling you guys the f- difference between a good broker and a bad broker? Yeah. I was go- referring to that earlier. Is This is why. A, g- a, g- a good broker would give you a good advice. A life advice that's going to be financial. Be beneficial for you. It's going to also give you what you want. Mm-hmm. It's also going to set you up for what the future is going to assess what's going to happen. Yeah. A good broker <coughs> will give you is almost like a financial advisor in the automotive industry. Okay. That's a, what a good broker is. Yeah. We'll tell you what is right. I tell a lot of my clients, time to downgrade. It's okay. It's okay to downgrade. There's nothing wrong with it. Just ride the wave for the next year or two and you'll get it. If not, buy the car that you want. Because you're the first owner of it. Nobody has driven that vehicle but yeah. you. You know what you did to you it. You know what you did to it. So buy the car, and I guarantee you, within two years or three years, you're still not going to lose money. And if you do lose money, it's going to be a fraction. Look at it as a lease, another lease. Well, yeah, you it's lost gonna money. It's going to be a fraction. It's, it's, you Look you, at you it drove as the car for two, yeah, three years. It's going to be a fraction. It's okay. It's, see, the thing is it's so hard for people to understand that these days because... I have never, and, and when I worked for Vic, we used to sell exotic cars, Lambos, Ferraris, Porsches, everything, mm-hmm. uh, McLarens. I have never, ever seen anything like it today where you you look at it, for example, the other day, 2013 Ferrari 458, okay? MSRP is 268000 What's the real value on that car? What's the true value? Today? I would it, say wh- 160. Okay. Now, I don't know, am I close? You're very close. You're very close. So 268, I think, 267 was the MSRP. This guy bought it in 2013, drove it 14,000 miles. Mm-hmm. He's selling it for 257. Oh, the, my, my. So basically, it cost you 10 grand to drive it for fucking 10 I'll years. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you 80 an bucks a month. <laughs> Ferrari F4. Ferrari F430. Yes. 98. 98. Okay. I'm okay. Picking, I just I'm picking I I just bought one. Yeah. I'm picking I'm in the process of it cuz I've already put the deposit. I've paid $20,000 more on that car than what it was worth a year ago. Which in is a year, which is not on surprising. 430, so it's on it's like around 170 today. 120. 120? I, my cost. How many how many my miles cost. on it? My cost. There's a difference. Okay, well, your cost—it's a used car, so the cost. Well, is even if even if, even though it's a used car, it's my cost. Because today, what I'm the, buying. today the value on a four thirty—it's on a F four thirty with thirteen thousand miles. You're about one thirty-four. That's the retail value today. Yeah. One, they're about one thirty-four okay. to one forty on a good with the carbon fiber. Yeah, it depends on okay. how the car is okay. built. So I may I I I assume that. No, 160 is no, 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 not okay. no. Okay. They're about 130 to 150, and if you go to convertible, you're between 110 to 125. But a good 08, because it was one of the last years, because the 09 was the last year of, of those. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know, the one I'm purchasing is about 120. I could turn around, and flip it for 134, if I want. If you don't pay the tax on it. That's including tax. One twenty, including my, tax. My price. Okay, because when you I'm buying it for one oh seven. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Tax and uh, sorry, I should have been more clear yeah. with uh, with all that. But I could sell for one thirty four mm-hmm. plus tax and license. Yeah. These cards have jumped value almost about thirteen percent in the last year. 13? That's a huge jump. 13? Imagine that in the properties. That's a huge jump. When people say cars don't have values or it's not an asset, vehicles bring more assets than properties. Bro, well, don't say that. Hold on. It never don't say that. It never would. I will tell you. Hold on. Stop. I will, I, I will correct you. Hold on. You know why? You How much? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. on. What were on the right car. On the right car. You want no. me to correct you? Okay. On the right car. Stop. Stop. What were the house prices in 2008? Which one? Which house? Pick a city. Hold on. Which house? Pick a city. Let's go Glendale. Okay, what are house okay, prices? Okay, let's go. Now? Let's go to house on 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 Bro, from, from two thousand from two thousand and eight okay. to now. No, it's, it's been a two hundred plus increase in the housing market. Okay, how many years is that? Okay, so you're okay. fourteen. How many years is that? Fourteen. Fourteen years. Great. You know what? I bought a Bugatti. Listen, I'm gonna say you. You want to talk about values? I bought a Bugatti okay. in two thousand sixteen. Okay. For one point six million. You know how much I sold it for in two thousand eighteen? How much did you sell? Two point eight million dollars. Let's go ahead and talk about profits. Now well, talk okay, about profits. Okay, okay, stop. You want to talk about profits? Go for it. You can buy you can buy a home in a very nice area no, in Glendale. No, come on. Stop. No. In a very nice area of Glendale. I thought oh, I know said what? in okay. two years. Okay, you want to talk about okay, okay. fourteen years. Okay, you want to talk about okay, you want to talk about big numbers? Let's go th- let's do this. A client of mine bu- purchased stop. A I'm cli- listening, I swear. A client of mine purchased a home. Okay. In Studio City, two years ago, he completely demoed it. He How much did he buy? One point two million. How much did he spend? Another million dollars. He sold it for five point four million. How much was the profit? You do the math. Good. How spent many years? Two point two in two years. Two point two. He finished. He sold it for five. Does that 4. happen every day? He's doing. He has twenty projects going on now. Does that happen every day? He has twenty. That's just one person. There's twenty projects going on right now. So he made two million dollars in what two years? Yes. Okay. And that's just one project. I can name you one car that can make more than that. That's just one car. I'm talking about 20 projects. I can name one car that can make more Which than car? that. Which car? Bro, stop. Which no, do you stop. want me to just name it? Stop. Do you want me to name that's it? That's one car. That's one car. Absolutely. I agree with you. Wh- but you're also wh- naming one problem. Bro, stop. Which car? No, I'm, not, I'm saying he has... He, one person has 20 projects. One person. Uh-huh. And, I'm, and again, I'm not... There are so many Jewish investors that are that are in Encino, Studio City, Sherman Oaks, Tarzana, Woodland Hills, okay. that are investing money into that area, and they're making a killing, bro. I know what area you're talking about. Bro, stop. Listen, I know what stop. area you're talking about. I know what area you're talking about. Bro, stop. But I know what area you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about south of the boulevard, north of the I boulevard. It know. doesn't matter. Even I'm... Toluca Lake, bro. Brother, to, you bro, can't stop. compare to Toluca Lake. Toluca Lake, you know how much your house costs on Toluca Lake bro. on where the lake is? Hold on. When was the last time there was a sale on the lake house? Do you know? As far as in Toluca no. Lake? Do you know? Are when you talking was the about Silver Lake or are you talking about Toluca, Toluca Lake? Toluca Lake. Okay. Do you me. know when was the last house that was sold on Toluca Lake? Well, how many don't, don't homes are no, 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 How many homes are thing. on the lake? There's though. not a lot. Exactly. Do you know what was the last house that was sold on? There's like bro, 40 homes on the lake. Bro, again, a, you're going. Huh? There's about 12 homes. Huh? Also got 12? He just said 40. I said 40. Oh, you said no. Sorry, twelve homes. There's, There's only, only twelve homes on the lake. There's twelve homes around that lake Mez, area. You're com- you're you're taking a very small margin of yeah, things. Yeah, but I'm telling you, car and you're values. blowing it up. Car values. Can you compare a Toyota Camry? No, but, but why are you gonna go towards? 
Because oh, these people, listen to what I'm saying to you. These people are buying $1.2 million junk properties, completely demolishing it. I understand. And they're rebuilding a brand new listen, home on it. And they're selling it for 200 Yeah, but we can't compare profit. cars to homes. But if you're talking about well, that's assets, what I'm saying. That's why I said stop comparing it. That's why I said stop. If you're talking about stop. assets, cars have a lot of value right now. Keep you the home what, and rent it out. What was it? Keep you know, the home and rent it out. And uh, listen, I'm gonna give you buy a something. Turn I it want into you a to Google something. No, man, don't stop. You're, you're going into a different Google. realm. No, no, hold on. Well, Google. Well, let's something. discuss it. We're having hold on, a let's discussion. Let's discuss it. Yeah, yeah. Google. I want give you me to look Google. Okay. Because Nissan GTR, 1998. Okay. Auction. Go for it. Look, Arno's cousin yeah. uh, is in real estate and exotic cars. Okay. His cousin owns 20 plus million worth of exotic cars. Fantastic. And at least 40 plus million okay. in real estate. Beautiful. So, w- what took place in the car industry the last three years? It's insane. Hold on. What, do you, want, what do you want me to Google? That was, I'm, that, I'm Googling Nissan GTR 1998 what? Auction? Because, because if it's, it's gonna if it's gonna take me this long to find something something so rare like this, no Nissan Skyline, R thirty four. Okay, Respect. how many Skylines are there out there? Thousands. Okay. The problem is it's finally coming to the U.S. You know how much they're going for? Each one, they're going for almost two hundred thirty. Okay, how many how many of this specific Skyline that you're talking about? Are Thousands. There? There's thousands. How many of them are there in the United States? They're ju- they just got allowed. They just got Again, allowed to come in here. Mezjan, this is why I'm saying you're going towards the most rarest thing. I, I could say this diamond. Or buy a baseball yeah, card. Yeah, but they one just got sold for two point two million dollars. Listen to okay. Again, okay. I want you. To, I want here's the thing. I want you to put it you in know reverse. What the MSRP of the car is? What's the MSRP of the car? Hundred and five. Not even close. Thirty four thousand. What the Skyline? Skyline. Uh, yeah, the GTR. In J- in Japan, thirty four thousand. I don't know what Japan again, is. bro. Listen, listen yeah. to what I'm saying. I need you. I need you to. I need you to put it in reverse really quickly. Oh, you now. can't okay. compare. Well, let's ask him this question, Mez. Ask. Right now, I write you a check for a million dollars. Got it. What are you investing in? For me personally, yes. You're gonna uh, buy Bugatti or real estate? If you say Bugatti, we're in no, the show right hold now. Hold on. Are we talking about short term or long term? There's a there, there's there's five years. Five years? Yes. See, if we're doing short No, no, no. Answer the question. Five years. Five years of property always. Ten years. Property always. Twenty years. Property always. But stuff, no, you just on. answered your but, own question. But if you're doing it in two years? Bro, I just car. gave you an example for 14 I'm, years I'm ago and you brought up other cars. Yeah, I just, I just said 20 cars, years to you. I'm talking about cars that are coming in the market right no, now. No, hold on. It's a quick flip. Hey, it's a quick uh, flip. Mez. You know what people are doing right now? Well, listen people to me for one second. quick flip listen on to cars me, right listen now. Listen to me for not one on second. properties. They're doing it on two years, not a quick flip? Certain ones. Not every single person can get into it's that. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge it's a niche. Mar- no, it's a huge market. Look at the cities I just mentioned to you. I just mentioned five cities to you. I'm not even. I didn't even go into other details. I didn't go into the Lacinadas. I didn't go into the Toluca Lake. Oh, I, I didn't go into Silver Lake. I know all of it. I didn't go into Silver Lake. I didn't go into. Uh, My sister just air- bought a house in Flint Ridge. I know what they're worth. You, I know what the. I know what the value. Seven are. years ago, would you have ever bought Trust a house me. in Eagle Rock? Me? Yes. Seven years ago, no. Would you have bought a house in Echo Park? Seven years no, ago, you would go there no, for tacos. No, hold on. Seven years, hold on. <laughs> you're talking about seven years ago. Yes. Okay. Would you have ever bought? No, but right now, but you're willing to gam- what you're willing to gamble oh, on a car. I am. You're crazy. Because I know the car industry. 
I know my industry. The Hima. You yeah. know your industry. Yes, but I know you, my industry. Yes, correct. I'll gamble on my but, industry. But with a million dollar check in twenty years, you a still- million dollar check. Let me tell you something. I would have bought a nine one eight Porsche. Would hold have, on. But I'm talking about now. Would, if someone no. cuts you a million dollar check, if you, I had it three years ago, I would have bought a nine one eight Porsche for how much? I would have bought it for like seven hundred thousand. And, and it's worth three, what? over three million. I would have bought a La Ferrari. I would have bought a F forty. F forty right now is going for four million dollars. Well, I would have bought it for seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred thousand. F forty. Where are you gonna find it for seven hundred thousand, bro? Three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. Where were you gonna find what, it? Three years ago, would you have ever known that's what would have happened to that no, car? In in my car industry, no, because I'm a car enthusiast. Bro, I would have bought my, a car. My cousin. I understand that. Enthusiast. But in real estate, you're looking at what's going on as Absolutely. far as in the real estate look, market. Look, look it's the same because you you're in it. It's the same thing. I get it, but for me, if you were to give me a million dollars and say three years ago, million dollars, okay. say what are you gonna do? I would have done exactly. You know what I would have done? Three I would have done exactly what you me, said you would have done. Bro. I would have bought Bitcoin. Bro. Well, five years I would have been more. I, I no. would have bought Bitcoin but, but, and I would have sold bro, it but I wanna, seven months I, ago. I just want to get clarification. I just want to get clarification right. that with you, you said it yourself with a million dollars in a, in a, 20, a long run, in a 20, even a 20 year, property. even short term, you said. Short term is not short Depend, term. Depends how, look. Depends look. on how you're looking I'll, at it. I'll, I'll tell you why. Listen, because it all depends on how you're looking at it. You got to be crazy not to do it. Look, why? my cousin. No, no, not to invest into real estate. Look, no, no, listen. I'm, I'm all for real estate. I totally am real estate. But you got to understand. But I know where the car market is right now. And I've, and I've, and I, that's just what I breathe. I will always invest in cars. You know why? Because I live and breathe cars. I get it. I get it. But, just, like, but, just like there's certain people that are... But you have to up and look at it this night. My my cousin, right? He he had he sold his company tens of millions of dollars. He could he could have gotten into real estate. He didn't. Yeah. Did he make a mistake? No. He's been in the, he's been in the car industry before there people knew what cars were. He didn't make were. a mistake. Okay. He bought he bought. I think eight or ten or so manual Morcilagos like four years ago. Oh, okay. Listen, you know how much they go for now? Do you have any idea what they're he, going for? He bought manual Morcilagos, eight series, the old 90s eight series. Um, what else? Uh, what else did he buy? By the way, Morcilago manuals. You know, you, you know what he has? They're going for triple the price what they were going for. Do you know what he has? GTR, Diablo GTR. GTR. What do you mean Diablo GTR? There's only like 80 of them made in the world. Okay. G- that's Diablo GTR. He has a Diablo 6.0. He has an SVG. Who's your cousin? Terminal 8. Ah, uh, that's your cousin? Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but you know. as far okay. as his. But, you but can't compare that. Okay. Well, hold on. That's a way, car guy, bro. He, yeah, he but is, his, where's, way, where is he, he is, living? He, now he lives in La Cañada. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Where does he live? Who? La Cunada. Yeah, that's what I'm what's, saying. What the, what's the, how much do you think the properties are? Three, four million dollars? Easy. Three, four million dollars. Easy. You know his car collection is over 20 million? I, and I, and I'm, no, hold on. I, and I'm pretty sure his real estate portfolio is as big. I no, guarantee no, it's you it's, it's not. not. It's not. I promise you it's not. You know how much? Come on. He now, probably dude. invested no more than five Don't million go there. into his cars. It's worth over 20 million. Do you know why now. Jay Leno has car collection? His car Bro, collection. Again, hold on. Do you know his small, car collection costs? Listen, small percentage. But you want to? If you're trying to compare, let's compare. No, do you I'm know not what Jay Z? Do you know Jay Z? His car collections wait, are bigger. Wait. Do you let me know? clarify. Let me clarify. I'm not comparing. I'm saying don't compare. 
I'm not comparing. I'm just saying. You just said did, you are. If we are, if we no, listen, listen. You can't if compare. We, if we compare on compare. certain levels, no, listen. If you're talking about a short-term investment, because I know the cars, you're talking to a car enthusiast. I would invest into cars. You're asking me. I would invest in cars. Long term, I would invest to properties. F- five years, you would invest in cars? No, two years, three years, two, three years. Okay. Listen, if I if I could tell the future, I'd invest in stocks. I don't know the future. Well, it's st- like telling st- somebody, stock can, market can you is, read the future? The stock Listen, market is a gamble. If I knew where the car market was, I would have bought Tesla stocks in 2009 when I knew when Tesla stock market was like nothing. When Hyundai was nothing in 2003. Okay, now Hyundai is somewhere there's in high. If I could tell you things, I would. But if you ask me in the short run now as of today, I would put into cars short term. Because I know Look, where the car you, you have to short term. Here's Only what short-term. you have to respect. You have Only to short-term. invest what you know. Like, Cor- correct. Absolutely. But I, I look at it as like I look at it this way as well. In order to invest in certain things, like for example, we talked about this as far as buying an exotic. Right. Do I can I afford to what's buy an, an exotic? exotic? Hold on, what's an exotic? Call it a aventador. People don't understand what the an word aventador. exotic means. An aventador. Okay, Aventador, just because it's an exotic doesn't mean it's going to keep value. Okay. An Aventador SVJ, I understand. Okay, I'm saying, okay. SV, I understand. A regular Aventador is shit. Okay, you say it's shit. But it is. I know guys who've paid 170 for it. You know how much they they could sell it for? 300, Today, right? 450. Today, right? Today, Not, for okay. 450. Today. But, let's, but let's, nobody let's, knew let's that. Let's put this aside. I know, that's on the thing. Average, on average, regular... On an average, you lose money on... 95% of exotic cars. No, you don't. Yes, you do. What? 918s, Enzo's, no, LaFerrari's, F40s. No. Bro, no, 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 no. You're talking about collectibles, Opit. 918, Nobody knew F40. it was a collectible Of back course then. they did. Nobody back then didn't knew it. Back really? then when it came out, nobody really? knew it. Yeah, Are you kidding? When, when, <clears throat> when the Ford GT came out in 2005, okay? The which I, one? The Ford GT. Okay. Okay. The new version. Remember the new body. The new, new body. body. Not the new body, as in 2016. The body. Yeah. The, the, the 2005. The, yeah, I know. I went. I test drove it. I was. We crashed one. I was in the car when we totaled the. I was gonna. Well, you know, John, the drummer from Thing had. I know John. The white one. I know John. John yeah, of Dobre, course. Yeah. John also had the Viper before I, that. The Viper I had in 2003. Yeah. I went to buy a Ford GT in two, 2000. Six. But John is a collector. John knows cars inside out. What I'm saying is, I went to buy one in 2006. It was the midnight blue with the blue stripe. I drove it, loved it, ended up buying a Z06 instead. If I had bought that car... Or why? Why I did just, you get the Z06? I just thought it was more practical. For daily, right? Yeah. Okay. But if I bought that GT, today it would have been worth $350,000, dollars what car? The Ford GT 2005. Hold on, 2005 Ford GT were not going less than 140. Yeah, at the time, but today, how much is it? Right now, they're in 300s, 400, 400,000. Yeah, exactly, 400s. Yeah. How much is 20. the 2006 Z06 today? 70,000, <laughs> right? No, what's 70,000? What are we talking about? 70,000. You can get one for like 40 grand. No, you can't. No, no, no. It's not that cheap, bro. Hold on. What year? 2006 Z06. I'll show it to you. <laughs> can we can we calculate something? Can we calculate the inflation rates from 2005 till today that you're saying 100? I'm sure the 400,000 that you're talking about right now was equivalent to the 100,000 in 2005. Well, look, at the same time, yes or no? Sir, Mate Lassa. I'm like, can we calculate inflation what? based off of 2005? 
the hundred thousand then and four hundred thousand now, it's practically this. It's not the same. It's not I'm not same. saying I'm not saying the same, but it's not. It's it's not what it what you're proceeding need to be. It's that three hundred. No, okay, plus let's thousand. say it went up thirty percent. I get it. So hundred thousand is now hundred thirty thousand. I get it. But for for hundred thousand, but on a, on a on a gamble on a car that you didn't know that it would be no, no, whatever you, it is. No, you knew. You know why? Because they only made two thousand of it. What, is what it? I tell you? What is he That's showing? That's fucking seventy thousand miles on it. Let me see. Oh, what is what it? What is it? <laughs> Here, fifty grand, twenty-two thousand. Let me see. Here. Let okay. me see. Hold on. Let me see. Go. Okay, I said seventy grand. I'm off twenty grand. Well, that's a lot of money. Okay, I'm off. I'm off. Uh, how many accidents has it been? In? Yeah. No, none. <laughs> Here, forty-seven thousand. Thirty-five thousand okay, miles. What's, what's the, it Here, says? Forty-seven thousand. Thirty-five thousand miles. That's the only stick shift they made. Bro, come on. But I'm telling you what the, where they're at. Listen. Now look at look. There's certain. I'm do, not going to. Do you know why the Z06 market fucked up? You know why? C8? No. What? Because what they did was, initially they, they said, we're only going to make X amount. They ended up producing 10 times more. That was actually the Z- That was actually not the Z06. That was actually the, the ZR1. ZR1. Same thing happened to the ZR1. The, the new ZR1s. The ZR1's oh, no. expensive right now. Bro. The, the old ones. 200 grand. The, the one that Vosgen owned, the body, the Vosgen. Right. Yeah, Vosgen's car. Yeah. It's 200,000. But even those, they weren't supposed to produce as many. They made well, too many of them. His car is worth over two hundred thousand. I understand. Yeah, but, but based off of what they said that they were, if if they didn't make as many as they said the, they were going to make, welcome it to been, the welcome to the American market. American market will never give you stats that are factual. And the reason why is because they're greedy. Upper, the when they see something that was working, they'll produce more. The, no, the only car that Ferrari, never did Lamborghini that. won't do that. Yes, Ferrari did. Which upper, car? Upper which car? Ferrari became a which mass car? producer. Which oh, no, car? The last 15 well, which years, car Ferrari became a mass producer. They said they were doing producer. numbers on stats. Right. Lamborghini, if you look at the number of production, Listen, it's, it's gone up like... I will pick a Lambo over Ferrari any day. For what? Any day. For what? Everything. For what? Everything. No, you Performance. can't. Performance. No, you Listen, can't. Me? I, I love Lamborghini me? more than Ferrari, uh, but I you would. can't touch the Ferrari's what? comfort, daily drive, what? Have you ju- everything. Hold on. I've driven a Lambo and I've driven a Ferrari. I don't know what you're talking about, comfort. First of all, these cars are not meant for to be driving on a daily basis. Ferraris are Ferrari comfortable. Do daily. Ferraris no, are as comfortable no, as can't. a Porsche. What Ferrari? For all of them. I'm not the Cali, California. F8. What F8? F8. F8. My friend, what, listen, For my boy owns a F8. F8 a lot of my friends that own F8. F8 After is they drive, we drive two hours to Palm Springs. They're all coming out with their backs like, oh my God, my oh back's yeah. hurting. Why don't you get into an Aventador or Huracan? I have. You'll need a fucking chiropractor for two weeks. Bro, no. And, and I love Aventador. It's my favorite exotic. But you They're cannot... not for com- comfort, though. Ferrari is, though. Up and look at... Even if you look at the council, when you look at the cockpit, right? Ferrari has legroom. If it's Lamb- like that, McLaren is the most comfortable car no, from all, amongst all of them. McLaren? No. Of course it is. Bro, McLaren has be, those... Be lucky your car doesn't catch you on fire by the time oh, you no, got no, to wherever comfort. you got to. We're talking about comfort. We're no, not talking about anything else. Bro, the whole car is plastic. The fucking oh, the bucket com- seats? Are you kidding? You feel oh, like you're sitting in a com- diaper since... Listen, McLaren actually hugs you. It's a fuck. It's a, it you're actually sitting on, hugs you, bro. You're sitting on plastic. Yeah, if you're 140 don't get, don't get pounds, don't get fooled by the big McLaren cushions of Ferrari. Good. Don't get, don't get, don't get fooled because of the big cushions Mez, of Ferrari Mez, look. that they have. Go sit, in, go sit in the McLaren. Just push Ooh, the, push the dash. Go I push the dash. The go push the dash. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about quality. Okay, how about the Toyota Sienna? I'm sitting and driving in it. Okay, but you, you hold. Look, you, Toyota Sienna. <laughs> you cannot compare Ferrari. You're like you can't. You're saying don't compare quality. 
No, so the seats don't the seats aren't quality. Actually, no, no. Meaning, I'm I'm talking about, talking about dash. The car is garbage. But McLaren is garbage. It's the most piece of shit. I, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but comfort wise, if you're going long distance, no, drive, no, 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 you can't compare you it to can't Ferrari. Ferrari. Well, I've driven. Listen, so I've driven. I've driven a McLaren. We we we, we went to Palm Springs. I went with a Ferrari. Literally, I went with a Ford GTB to Palm Springs. <laughs> On my way back, I actually took my boy's McLaren back. And you were more comfortable in the McLaren? Maybe it's my size, my height. I don't I, know what, it, driven may be, what ev- it may be. I've driven everything from the Testarossa to the to the three to the three fifty five to the three sixty to the fourth. You name it, I've driven it. And the Ferrari, and I love Lambo. In my in my office at my home, I have a Lambo picture. Uh, so are you a Lambo guy or I'm a, a Lambo guy? guy. He's, he probably when he was a kid he probably had the what's it called? Uh, Countach. The Countach. <laughs> like every other it's kid. Did I'm like a Lambo guy, but you can't compare the comfort of a Ferrari to any other exotic. Bugatti, Porsche. I mean Porsche. No, no, Bugatti, Porsche. No, no, no. The, you know, 911s. Yeah, daily. Porsche driver. is the most comfortable car. But, but so that's the Corvette is. So Corvette is. So is the Ferrari up in. Well, Corvette is the most comfortable car from all of them, and the funny thing is, it's the most under. Underrated, beyond, beyond. When I had a Z06, my friend, I love my, my good friend Argo had a 360. I love my Corvette and I love my Ferrari too. It's not that it's not that I don't, but well, I can drive the Corvette for like ten days, fifteen days, twenty days. I can drive it every single day and not have one issue. I hate the 430, by the way. Why? Ah, fuck! I Why? can't stand that car. The Ferrari 430s. I'd I rather drive it, a so- Toyota Solera I, than a 430. Are you serious? I, I can't Why? Stand the 430. I don't know. There's I know what it is. It's those, it's those very know. little small. It's the small lights in <laughs> the front, right? You I know, like know it. what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> like I would because when they went from the Modena to the 430. It, w- yeah. it went from like the larger lights to the thin. Dude, ones. Are you yeah. gonna seriously pick a Modena over the 430? No, I'm. Si- I, I would take a saying. 355 over 430. I love the 355. For me, my favorite... Maintenance on that car is a bitch. My favorite Ferrari, like, compared to any of them, is 458 right now. See, the thing is, I don't like the 458. Why? I don't. It's the last it's naturally true, aspired yeah, naturally Ferrari. Spired. I agree with you 110%. Like, four, if, like if, someone puts looks. A, if someone puts a 458 and 488 in front of me, I'll go 458. I don't like the way it looks. Uh, it's... I, I personally to, to each their own, man. No, no, I the agree. Four, five, eight. How about the pista, bro? The pista. Oh, you can't. Fucking, okay, so listen. Oh my God. One of my boys, one of my really good friends. Well, the guy's car collection is unbelievable. He's got the pista. He's got Ooh, a matte. What I know. Black pista. He's got. Have you seen SVJ? Have you seen the green pista? Oh, I hate green cars, but listen, are you talking about the matte green that we were talking about? He's got an SVJ. What color SVJ? Orange. Yeah. Okay. He's got an SVJ, and he got the new. Uh, he's got he got no. He also has the triple yellow Ferrari four five eight, triple yellow, which okay. is like the honeycomb yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, convertible. He's got a Porsche a a GT two RS, which is very rare. The guy's got massive collections, bro, of cars. Yeah. And he's, and when I ask him, and I always, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, what's your favorite car that you drove? You've got all these cars. You know what? He's got over like $10 million of cars in his garage. Yeah. And you know what he always refers to? His Lambo. Which one? SVJ. SVJ? Really? He loves 
driving oh, is level. I love the SVJ, but you can't compare it to the Pista, like as far as comfort. You but can't. he says it. I'm going. Look, I don't own them, so I can't even. I, th- I think. To I it. think he's infatuated by the SVJ, no, bro, which he's as not that am person. I. He's not that person. But he, he can aff- he, he can afford all these cars. He's it's not, not about. By it's, anything, not a, it's not about affording. I think, I think no, no, no. But SVJ up at night when you pull up in an SVJ, you pull up in an SVJ. You can't compare it to a Pista. Are you talking about Pista's better than SVJ? As far as no, what? you're saying, SVJ no. is better. SVJ, SVJ is they're the same old. For, no, no, it's far more exotic. And it's but but my exotic. point is, uh, the Pista you can drive it every day. You can't drive. Oh, well, you SVJ can't drive any day. of these cars every day. Yes, you can. A or Pista, sure you can. Up Ferrari, at Ferrari you, can. you can, bro. You can drive an F8 every fucking day. I'm telling you. You talking about the new F8? F8, the 488, 458. You can drive you all can drive of these. You drive a 458 every day. Of, every day. Well, you can, but hold on, you can't because the maintenance level. You gotta be. No, a, no, no. You gotta if you're buying that fucking car, you yeah. better be ready for the no, maintenance. No, no. I'm talking about it. comfort. I'm not you talking wanna, about cars. You're saying that. You know, half the people that own these cars, not half. I'm gonna say less than half. Well, that's their problem. That's what it is. Just they, like, just like most, just, it, just yeah. like people that buy houses that Bro, can't you know maintain. People, you know, how many people call okay. me. Let, let, let's ask Arno. Arno, your cousin owns a lot of cars. You know Which one is me? his most favorite daily driver? Uh, let's see what Arno says. Hold on, do we have any questions? Bro, Bro we got so many comments so many about. Comments. Bro, why don't you this, go to look the at, comments? Look at let's this get to fucking people. pista, bro. Let me see. Okay, see that. Off, you see, like, and I don't like green cars. Look at that. Look okay. at that Hold green. On. Show it. Show it on the camera. Show I that on the camera. Bro, c- come on. Show it on the camera. Because what do you mean? Right there. There you go. We see it. There we go. That's gorgeous. But that's a rare. That. By the way, if somebody made you build that car, the deposit you put, and if you didn't buy it, you would lose it. That's a SVJ. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's still gorgeous, no? I know, there's, a, there's a darker is. green to yeah. that. It's still a gorgeous, match. right? Oh, man, I don't know, bro. Listen, honestly, guys, listen. Uh, Porsche, oh. Arno just said Porsche GT3. Well, Por- GT2 is better. A GT2 is the Widowmaker and it's a track car. Absolutely, and I like that. But it's not a daily driver. It's a track car. GT3 is not an tr- everyday car either. GT- but GT3 is not a track car. GT2 is a track car. GT3 is a track car. GT- That's what people don't understand. It's built for a track. It's called a GT3 for a reason. No, no, I know. But a GT2, especially the GT2 RS, it's built in to be not okay. drive on the street. It's built. GT3 was built for a track car by Porsche when it first got it, introduced. I get it, but it was, it, was, it was built for the track, but built for the guy who wants to drive that GT2-style car, that speed, the, the maneuverability so and everything on the street. what do you call a GT3 street. RS? It's just a more powerful GT3. No, it's actually called an actual track car for you to drive on the track. So GT3 was meant for you to drive it on the street to have a GT3 car. GT3 RS was meant for a car to be driven on the track only as a track car for consumers to own it. Well, there that's you go. street legal. GT2 RS is a fucking it's a track, track car. car. See, you don't drive that on the street. Arnold just texted you me. Do. He said you misread his comment. Uh, his cousin, uh, Rafi's favorite car is actually the 458 I didn't, I, I, I didn't misread his comment. I said he, his daily drive I read. You ask the daily oh, drive. The daily, daily drive, drive is a okay. uh, is that Porsche GT3 terminal eight. Say it one more time. No, 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 no. That's the owner of Rafi's Market. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Which 
So it's eleven. It's eleven thirty. At ten thirty, by the way. <laughs> past your curve. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm throwing it. Let's out go there. back to Levick's question. What was this what do you, question? What do you think? You wanted your opinion, and is Levick even there? Yeah, of course life? he is. He put his kids to sleep two hours ago. My opinion, and maybe Arno's opinion, because he doesn't think of you as a car guy, but I'm not a car guy. Yeah. So wanted your opinion as what's a quality long term car in your opinion? Toyota. Toyota? Always. Toyota. Toyota is always going to be the long-term car, as in if you want to keep a vehicle for 10, 15 years. Better than Honda, better than Hyundai, better than Kia. That would be my to-go car. If I ever... That that includes in the luxury car, Lexus. If it came to Mercedes, BMW. Upkeep Lexus. is cheap as well. Yeah. Upkeep and longevity. And this goes from a family experience. My, my uncle owned the LS. With 682,000 miles on it. The fucking thing ran. I think Edgar's dad still has his LS as well. They had, the, they had this navy blue LS. But look, honestly, well, if you're going to ask for a longevity vehicle, Toyota and Lexus. Japanese. Always. Um, it's, not a, it's not even about the retail value of it. It's just the clarity and mindset to feel like you're well taken care of. Yeah. But the other day I was reading an article. I'm gonna look it up right now. It was the Ferrari Enzo. Um how did we go with that from Toyota? No, 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 because I'll tell you why. <laughs> this guy hit ninety thousand miles on his Ferrari Enzo. Well for I'm not disagreeing with Ferrari. Ninety thousand miles. No no ninety thousand miles. You want it? I'm a Lambo guy too. Well listen. He, he doesn't get it that I'm a Lambo 000, guy. My friend has 86,000 miles on his Ferrari. He's selling it. What He's Ferrari like, is can it? Can you sell my Ferrari? What Ferrari is it? He has a Ferrari 458. What year? It's a 2013. I'll pay 57,000. How much? 57. Not even. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Not 58. <laughs> 60 cash. I'll give him. I'll give him. 52. Okay, left. You know what I told him? I said, "Bro, you got eighty thousand miles on that car." I said, "What? What do you think? One fifty-two? I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak very freely, and I'm, I'm sure he's gonna listen to this." I told him, "You want one? I said, "You want over one fifty? I said, "What do you think? He's like, "It's a Ferrari. It keeps value." So what? I said, "You've driven over. You know what the fun thing is? He's had a few problems, and at the same time, the cost." Has not been that expensive. Yeah, but when you're talking about a car this level, it hasn't. He's probably put in about thirteen grand in the car. But who's gonna buy an eighty thousand dollar driven car, Ferrari? The person who really wants it. Yeah, who really wants it as a at and a who bar, really at a bargain? At a who bargain. really wants? Listen, the bargain level at this moment, nobody can bargain it right now. No, but no, no, no. Here, here's what you have to look at: a Ferrari buyer. Would rather pay fifty grand more and get a car for twenty five thousand miles than eighty thousand miles. Absolutely, but you know what the fun thing is when the guy doesn't have it and he wants it. That's a dream car. He'll pay for it. Yeah, he'll drive it for two years, realize he can't afford it, and so listen. He'll realize his brakes cost him more than his listen, mortgage. And I'm like, Fuck this. Look, in all reality, I know it's it's getting late. Let's talk about where it's going. Let's really talk about so where can, the market. Well, we did. You 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 said it on record. Twenty twenty four. Well, that's absolutely true. Can I afford my truck payments? Is what's that your truck payment? Well, I want to understand <laughs> what's, where, where what's the future is going. Payment? Hold on. 
my truck payment was it six six you four, got a ram right six, four, what year? yeah 21 okay what was the msrp 65 64 yeah 64 and how much you paying 640 something that's cheap should i keep it you fucking that's not even a question because i can't afford it that's the thing you can't afford what the ram payments my nuts <laughs> i want to buy that it. why it's called wise nuts <laughs> my nuts Got it. Okay. Wise nuts. My nuts. Got it. I see where it all comes from. <laughs> Armand, now I see where it comes from. I see it. Bro, no, honestly, dude, listen. In all reality, what I would recommend people, and this is my this is my personal thing about others, is if you can't if you can't feel like you're finding the right proper vehicle and you've owned your vehicle and you're the only owner, buy the car out. What's the worst that's gonna happen? Yeah, you'll do an accident, get some money no, no, back. Well, you'll yeah, crash right. into a the, salon the, the, on Glen Oaks. <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many people picked up a Rolls Royce ghost in the past <laughs> couple of months? Don't even go there, bro. I'm just saying. Don't you th- you think they picked it up because they got a deal on it? No. I, 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 when I'm saying it, like I'm saying it in a good way. Like, like it's, Into it's the mic. Hilarious. Say it into the mic, though. Hilarious. Yeah, of course. Because I had one of my guys call me three days ago. That I had, I had a buyer. I'm not gonna say nationality. I had a buyer, and he's using his SBA loan to buy the fucking car. Oh god, nice, fantastic. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The concept of people's mindset, yeah. like uh-huh. where it's at. It's sad. It's sad, it's, but it, it it is what it is. But it's like it's like almost like what I drive is who I am, but it's really not. Buy Uber stock. Buy Uber stock. Uber stock. <laughs> Uh, anything else before we call it a night? Well, Mike says I got my Ram truck for five eighty nine. Fuck you! I got you that deal for five eighty nine. Jeez. By the way, guys, everybody, I want to know. Uh, I, I got. A, I had some a friend text me about the audio. Is the audio okay? Is it low? Is it high? Is it? Uh, how is it? Do you guys hear any buzzing? Anything at all? Because somebody texted me saying that the audio was a little bit on the lower side. I just want to clarify because. Obviously, we're still working on the soundboard. This is our third podcast with this soundboard. We just want to make sure everything is okay before... Uh, uh, before <laughs> tell her, her uh, add two more pieces of salmon or whatever you guys are cooking uh, tonight. Tell her to put some asparagus next <laughs> to the salmon. And with, add some salt, pepper, and drizzle some lemon on it. And I like a Camus Cabernet. <laughs> 97.99. Make sure it's aerated. It won't smear <laughs> oh Jesus! That's a decanter, Camus. <laughs> Tell her you bring her a Big Mac. Oh uh, jeez, anything, anything uh, at all before we call it a night? Well, yes, I see John is saying audio is perfect. Uh, not if you left wrong, wrong, who? wrong, John. So hold on, are there people still like watching? Are there people? Oh still yeah, commenting? bro. Yeah, you what got your face, bro, on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, and on Facebook channels, other channels. There's people commenting and talking. What are they saying? Well, Everybody on, just Anna, thinks, Anna says the sound is perfect. Is my voice just as sexy as it it's was before? It's always sexy. Is it? Yeah. Call for help. Oh Jesus! All right, Mez. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking time out of your Monday. Thank you, man. How was it? It was awesome, man. It was was chill. Obviously, alcohol helped. So, (laughs) that's what we do. We either give you the vaccine or the abelau. Fuck you and the vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Uh, Guys, uh, okay, uh, quick. uh, No vaccine. 
Okay, uh, yeah, we're we're good there. Okay, never mind. Uh, audio, everybody no. saying audio was fine. But uh, guys, thank you so much for uh, tuning in on this Monday, uh, what, joining us. What was Edgar tonight? Today's Monday. What was Tuesday? Edgar? <laughs> Hold on, is it, it's Tuesday. It's Monday. It's Monday. Oh, it's only ten. Got it's it. Monday. I was like hoping we we're gonna get to a Tuesday today. <laughs> but uh, thanks so much for taking time out of your Monday to be with us, Mez. Thank you again for taking time out of your Monday to join us. Thanks for. A great conversation, obviously. Yeah. Um, Thanks, today's podcast will be up on uh, all major platforms. Manana, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Pornhub. Uh, Pornhub. You name it. We got it. We'll um, be there. Yeah. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Uh, that's, where, that's where Edgar is. He went to sign our contract with OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, have a great week. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Again, Edgar won't be here, Demil. Yeah. Demil, uh, if you're going to have a... Fucking anxiety attack next week because Edgar's <laughs> not here. Oh, Take some Advil, Vicodin, no, bro. and the blue pill jack off before the show. <laughs> Release old. yourself. There you go. Oh, uh, quick shout out for the guys, uh, our boys from Medheadosnet. If you guys aren't following them, uh, follow them on uh, on YouTube, Spotify, all major platforms. Uh, this coming Thursday, Harach uh, is going to be with them. They're going to be in the... At the, at, the at, mu- the, at the museum, museum yeah. the rug museum. They're going to be discussing multiple topics R- about different rugs, Armenian rugs. Real rugs? Yeah, Armenian rugs. It's crazy, bro. What? Like historic Armenian historic, rugs. Yeah. Real rugs. Yeah. Real Armenian historic uh, rugs. I'm interested. Yeah. So, Medhedosin, I'll, I'll send you a link for, the, for yeah, them as I'm well. Uh, other than that, have a great week. Have a great weekend. See you guys next week. Thank Peace you for out. the hat on, though.